Welcome to Pitch Talks. All right, Brewski. Yo, we back, man. So, a uh, really good weekend, man. A lot of a lot of great football. You know. So we're gonna go through a couple games. Yeah, American in overseas football, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Both of them. We're gonna go through our games and then we're, we're, we'll go through our random topic and then we'll, we'll go through the last couple games. We'll be, we're on to the regular scheduled program, I should say. You know, we do two games and then we do a random topic. So we'll do that. Random topic's gonna be something silly. We're not gonna do something generic or like you know planned out we're, we're just gonna have structured to yeah 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 we're not gonna do that anymore not until <laughs> i guess the next one because there's no games for for at least for city there's not no games for a while so we're just gonna do a random topic yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're, we're bring the homie on so shout out to tony uh, but you know how's it going man let's just talk about life man yeah, yeah. Blessed and highly favored is always um, probably the longest weekend of my life. Just helping people move, man. Moving is the worst, uh, especially when one person, especially when one person lives on the second floor and the other one lives on the third floor. Like it, it was by far the best workout I had probably in like two two years, man. I mean, like I I, I get my exercise from playing basketball. And this is just way worse than basketball because I was the only guy. I was I was the strongest one there. I'm not very strong, but I was the strongest one there. So everything that was heavy, I got to lift it all the way up three flights of stairs and then two flights of stairs the other day. So, like, I spent at least eight hours on Saturday and eight hours on Sunday moving. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm still blessed and highly favored. I'm still blessed and highly favored, and I'm always happy I can help my family out. But I hope nobody moves for at least a couple of years. <laughs> That's just how I feel about it. Thanks, man. Yo, yeah, moving is the worst, but I've moved <laughs> a lot in my life, so I'm used to it. I try to make a game out of it or I like you know try to incentivize people by or incentive incentivize people by giving them money and stuff like that. But yep. I didn't get uh, any money. Because <laughs> you, you you gave them the family discount, you know that 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 be yeah. You know it is what it is. Yeah. But um, <laughs> for me, man, yo, life is good, man. I'm man. The best way I can explain it is that yo, I got my swagger back. Like I said in the text, man, our group text, and we got the homie. Yeah, I got my swagger back. I'm good, man. Like there's the no complaints, man. Everything is lining up exactly where it's supposed to. I'm finally me again. I haven't been myself in probably like four, five, six years. I pretty much ever since I got sick, my disorder. So, yeah, I'm me again, man. And, and that means there's going to be a lot of things that are going to come around that's going to try to stop me. And we're not going to get into that right now. We're not going to get this in public, but those things will be addressed at, you know, at, the, at the proper time. And not publicly, there'll be probably things that I'll, I'll deal with. But when I see those things happen, I just know that like it's a sign that you know people hate and they and they try to you know, do what they got to do. So feel if I can't even explain it because it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not 
I'm I'm literally nobody trying. I'm just some dude trying to make it. Like literally nobody. So people mm-hmm. acting a certain type of way about me. Okay. I I I don't put compliment. I take it as an insult because you're not it, you you're you're not respecting me. But we'll leave it at that. I'm great. I'm on an ultimate high. I'm on an upper trend. I'm about to be sparring in about two, about two, three months. I'll be back in it, back at back in the ring, and I'll probably be fighting in probably like four or five months. So to all my fans, I'm gonna be fighting soon. You'll see me boxing in the world. Not, I know joke. I'll be boxing in four or five months at least. I should have a fight. So That's I dope. Months, yeah. I got everything good. I'm, my, my hand speed is right. I hurt my hand yesterday. When I was boxing, so I gotta take a week off, um, hitting a heavy bag. But I'll be, you know, I'll be running, so I'll still be trying to cut the weight. I'm ten pounds away from being where I need to be, and you know, I'm I'm extremely blessed, man. It's like Ben Benicito, like my mom say. So I'm extremely blessed. Yeah, blessed and highly favored. Well, let's, man. Just blessed and highly favored. <laughs> let's move on, man. Let's move on, man. So let's roll. First game, bro. Mm-hmm. Our first mm-hmm. game is Man United versus West Ham. Um. Okay. So I got a lot of notes on this. So if you want me to start off, I can do that. Yeah. Right, yeah. You, off. you right, start so, off, and I'll I'll jump in. All right. So Ronaldo is back, man. So he started. Yeah. That's yeah, what I was thinking too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Ronaldo's back. Man, this is an interesting game, you know, because for a lot of things. They change the lineups up. They also change the way they approach the game. I'm talking from a Man United standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, their defense looks a lot better. Initial thoughts, just they they didn't clean a couple things up. Players understand. You can tell that players actually understand what their what their job is, <laughs> and that wasn't the case on the previous. Oh, man, <laughs> Even though I know Ole, I'm not gonna give his name, but my main point of this game is Bruno's finally back, looking looking like he's like he literally looks like he's a difference maker. He looks like he's he's making all the plays. You can tell in the beginning game, Bruno is on his shit and he's yep. on his thing, man. From from the beginning, he had a beautiful cross to Ronaldo, just like inches away from Ronaldo tapping it in, and I was like, "Yep, this this the Bruno we know." Yeah. You don't want. <laughs> Bruno that I gotta argue with online about KDB and him. Like this is the, the Bruno we saw. He was on top of his game this entire game. Yep. So, literally around nineteenth minute mark, there's a great ball by Bruno. Again, another ball by Bruno. And um, so this is a a barely missed header that happened. So there's an early play where Ronaldo doesn't make, but there's another play where it's a header. And it's 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 extremely close. I would say that the the main point of this half was that their that their backline held up because that's been the issue. Is because they have offered they have creative players. They have mm-hmm. they have players that can make things happen. It's the problem is they can't hold up defensively. And yeah, so it just puts them in a bad spot. And then Ronaldo got to play hero ball at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then Ronaldo he does a play. This is around like thirty five minutes, something like that, some something around that area time period. He he takes a dive in the box. I don't know if you I don't know if you remember this play. He takes a dive in the box, and then he's literally like begging for a penalty. It's a joke, bro. Like you've been in league, like you've been not in league. 
because he's not <laughs> he's in multiple leagues and, and yeah, yeah, soccer. But you've been playing for long enough, you know you're not getting that call. Yeah, so not in a, not in the not in a Premier League. I think that's his. I think that's his thing. It's like he's just been in so many different leagues. He's got so much respect that he just expects those kind of calls. And I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so the second half of the first half of the game, both teams are struggling to keep possession. And I talk about this all the time because I'm a City fan, and I, obviously I'm spoiled because we <laughs> understand how to keep the ball and not turn it over. But both teams. Constantly, over and over again, throughout the game, throughout the first half of the game, uh, the first, the first half of the first half of the game, don't understand the concept of keeping possession and keep giving yeah. the ball up. And it's extremely frustrating to watch when you watch it, but you understand it because they don't have the backline players to to create. They have to make long balls to get into their players that can actually make things happen. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would say like talent wise like you look at Man United and you hope that they can play possession you know what I mean because they're just they just got that much money and they're that much of a good team historically you know so you would think they would be the team that would be able to keep possession a little longer but West Ham historically I don't think are a big possession team and I think I think they'll they'll be more likely to win a game with less possession than United would so I think you, I think West Ham will be okay with not having possession and playing some long balls to like Antonio and stuff like that. But I think Man United not having possession is just them adapting to their system. Maybe, maybe adapting to their system, or maybe they just gotta improve that back line a little more in the right. midfield, like yep. you said. Yep. That they just got they got work to do, you know. <laughs> they don't have the personnel, but they do have yeah the offensive personnel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're good enough there. They just have to get the Ruby Diaz type of those those, those mm-hmm. Rudiger types that that can solidify that defense. They don't have yep. it. Yep, yep. They thought they had it in Veron, but yeah. he's he's been he's been shaky. <laughs> he's been shaky, and then they thought Maguire was the best of all time, but he's been shaky this year too. So yeah, <laughs> they got to yeah. find some consistency. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so so to paint a picture for our audience. The whole first half, there's not one single shot on target. This is this is what I meant by both teams don't understand the concept of keeping the ball. You have to have the ball to make a shot on target. If you just keep <laughs> turning it over while you're trying to make something happen, you're not gonna have a shot on target. So this the first half ends, there's no shot on target. It's an exciting from a skill set standpoint, it's still this exciting half because Bruno makes a couple plays um, to Ronaldo. Of course, Gallagher's doing this thing, and but Gallagher's like really close, but then he messes up. Um, Gall- mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan, obviously. You know, you, that's your boy, so you're obviously great player, man. Have. Yeah, bring but him back. Gallagher, <laughs> Gallagher looks good. He's just, he's just a little. He seems, he looks like a little rusty. I can't say rusty because he is. It's not there. But it's not there. Just, might, might just need off. this little break because I think everybody's getting a little bit of a break here, and he might just be ready for it because been playing a lot. <laughs> yeah. So. Early on, so going to the second half of this game, great save by the goalie on Fred. Fred makes a great shot, but it's a great save. Uh, I don't know if you remember the play, but Fred makes a great play. It's around the 48. This is three minutes into the second half. Yep, yep. Shout out to Fred again. I think I shouted him out last. I think I shouted him out last week. He uh, He's been he's been one of their best players. I don't want to say he's been their best player. 
because I don't think anybody from United has been unstoppable. I mean, Greenwood has had his spots, and obviously Ronaldo's won them some games, but Fred, I think, has been pretty consistent in impacting games, and it's coming up offensively when... Yeah, it's because he's on that side with uh, I think he's on the side with Maguire. Is it Maguire he's mm-hmm. on the side with? It's he's possibly. I think he's <laughs> on the side with yeah, he's on the side with Maguire who's been <laughs> trash until this game. And this game he was good. I'll, I'll give respect there, but yeah. he's been terrible. <laughs> like basically they've been at, they've been treating the games like they, they need to play Fred as a back four player. Or back <laughs> okay. Because like they didn't have bad like, defensively. Because those two dudes been and Verane and Maguire have been in the, as the center backs have been mm-hmm. awful. Tragic, so like yeah. you basically got to make up for those people. But in yeah. this game, you didn't have to do it so much because they they were actually on their game in this game. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's weird. Like he, I saw him play one game where he had Sancho on the outside of him, and they linked up really well. And he's been making a couple shots and just being in the right position offensively. I didn't think. He had that much to his game offensively, but it looked, I mean, it looks like he does. And it looks like he just needed the right coach to kind of give him a little more freedom. So, you know, when a new coach comes in, like, it's really like a fresh start for a player. So Fred's taking advantage of it. Yeah. Fred's taking advantage of that for sure. (laughs) So, uh, Ronnie gets a header. This is off a corner. I I don't remember the player, but it's just slightly off. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a good chance for, for, for United here. They're in control of the game. They're playing decent enough that you're not too worried about them losing the game. You're just worried about either team. Are they good enough to make it to score? Yep. It's still a competitive game. You can see the skill set. You see players making runs. You see players getting past people. It's, it's not a boring game. It's just yeah. nobody's making anything relevant happen. Yeah, yeah. And if you watch soccer quite a bit, sometimes the zero zero games are pretty entertaining and it's just nobody's clinical is the word they like to use. No one was able to just put the ball in the net like Ronaldo right at the beginning early on just couldn't get his head to the ball and Deron couldn't get that header on target. So it's like it's like nearly stuff. It's not that the opportunities were there. They just weren't finished, you know. Right. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So the final point. My final point on this game, I don't know how much you got on this game, but mm-hmm. my final point is Van Dyke. So, man, I told I told you about the intimidating factor of him. Like the dude looks like he looks like a dude that will like he's got a couple of bodies on him. Like, wait, wait, like you him. said you said Van Dyke, right? Yes. You're yes. in the wrong game. You're in the wrong uh, game. We're still on uh, United. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're in the wrong game. I'm on the wrong game. I am on the wrong game. You right. Hold go on. back, Drew. Go back. <laughs> But yeah, I know what you're talking about, right now. You just skipped ahead too much. I already know what you're talking about. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get back to United. Um, yeah, so the last thing I had on on United was uh I think I think Barr had a nightmare this whole weekend. And you're gonna be able to add to that when we get oh, to the yeah, city yeah. game. But we are we gonna talk about that yet, but you'll be able to add to that when we get to the city game. Barr um if you watch back this Man United goal. I think Cavani was offside. Um, and I could be wrong. I don't know if they didn't check for that offside, but it looked like when oh. I want to say it looked like I think when Martial picked up the ball, um, he had Cavani running past him 
And I think when he played that pass to Cavani, Cavani was offside, and then Cavani crosses the ball over, and Rashford ends up scoring the winner. Um, yeah, basically right. at the last minute of the game. Uh, wow, I literally had the whole long game. I think I talked about the long game this entire time. I literally had a long no, game. no, 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 no. You didn't. You you were talking okay. about you were talking right. about United the whole time. Okay, <laughs> I wouldn't let okay. I wouldn't let you do I that. I would have called you out. Okay, I would I would have called you out. I would have called you right. out. Don't worry about so, it. <laughs> let me, let me uh, talk about the game a little bit more. This is okay. actually I have a lot of notes on this game. Um, oh, damn, one of doing this thing. Um, so. Yeah, okay, so I will say this for United. My main point was about their structure. So for me, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to ask you about this, they changed the way they play the game. Uh, I guess not too much from a formation standpoint because they're still doing that, that four, two, three type of thing. Mm-hmm. But to me, they rotated their players a little bit. So even though you're in that spot, you'll still move to another spot. You know, that, that type of thing. Where it's it's a it's a hybrid, you know, amoeba type of thing where it's not it's not structured. Like mm-hmm. I think that is the right approach when you don't have enough players that are consistent enough in their spot. Let's just ask them to okay. do a couple of different things and then they'll be okay. more excited to to, to perform for you. If you actually do one yeah. thing that they're not good enough, then, or that all they did that they're not good enough, then they won't. Tell me your thoughts on that. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, I, feel, I feel you in that situation. I think my dog's going crazy. Give him a minute. Relax. 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 Anyway. Um, <laughs> upset. Anyway. Just defense. chill, please. Please. Yeah. Uh, so basically, I think I think they're pretty smart in doing that because I don't think anyone on that team, maybe other than Ronaldo, has a spot where they're just, like, dominant. You know how, like, Grealish came from uh, Aston Villa, and he he had that left wing spot, like, on lock. Like, that was his position. That was his best spot, and that was it. So I don't think Bruno really – has that like obviously he likes to be in the middle because he can see both sides of the field and make plays go they use it like silver they use like silver like just go go play football and you can yeah you can go yeah so spots. so they could but they, and they can do that with a couple different players like they can play sancho in different spots so i think yeah. i think the system that they're playing now is a little more fluid and you're seeing bruno get in different areas and i think that's helping them out a lot because i think previously um you would catch Bruno and Ronaldo in the same spots. Like they would both be in the center of the pitch. And that doesn't do them any good because Bruno can't find them. If basically somebody's on the outside looking for both of them, Bruno can't find them. So with Bruno having more of a free role is what they explained it as. I think it makes them way more of a threat. Like Pep, you don't, you might get a free role with Pep if you're Bernardo Silva, but for the most part, everybody has kind of like their positions. You know what I mean? Like they know where they're supposed to be. But I think Man United, yeah, I I think Man United at this point benefit from Bruno having a little more of a free role. He needs to be, he needs that silver role because he needs to be able to be on the right side, because he's good with both feet. Like, you need to be able to use his skill set. He's really one of the best players in the Premier League. He's special. He's special, man. He's a special player. (laughs) You have to put him in a position to succeed. You can't ask him to do things he's not great at. He's not a good defensive player. He's a reckless player. He's a part of him. 
that type of thing. He he's he's a true specialist at being random and and not like being able to take people off guard. He's really good at that and uh, or making the long ball where the long ball is not there, but he's good enough to make that pass there on his off foot type of thing. So I think that United has found they found something and they could be a problem in the future if they find a couple defensive players, maybe they need to get a center back, get a, get a, get a wing back, maybe they got to get a wing back or something like that or or a legit fullback like Diaz to solidify that defense because once they do that offensively they're going to be a problem especially if they can keep you know, Bruno and and the couple and Greenwood you know doing their thing you know they'll be they'll be on top like or one of the best teams in the league just as long as they clean up their defense it's not good enough to just be good on offense you have to be able to play out of your back line and you have to be able to handle a press and that's the biggest thing in the Premier League the teams that can't handle the press, they're not good. Yeah, they get in trouble. This is different in basketball where you can just have great offensive players that will overwhelm the defense where you don't have to worry about defense. Like that's like you know, like the Suns or something like that. You you can you can overwhelm people with offense, but in soccer, getting an accurate goal or shot on target that that beats the goalies at the, the level of goalies that they have in the Premier League it's difficult so man that if <laughs> you're not going to be able to do that consistently enough to win a Premier League win Champions League you have to be a solid team from both both ends of the floor like I say in basketball you have to be solid you got to be able to make it's not good enough to just be be like how you used to play where yeah go ahead and score on me other end, bro. That's not good enough for soccer. <laughs> you have to be good on. It's both not. Yeah. You have to it's not. Build the pitch, man. All right. So yep, yep. we'll talk about this last play, then we'll move on. We, t- we haven't talked too much about United anyway. <laughs> yeah, way too much. Way too yeah. much. Any so, any talk on United is too much. But yeah, uh, so yeah, the, the last play, Martial picks up the ball and he starts to make a run. Um, he sees Cavani in on his left side and he plays him in and then Cavani crosses it over to Rashford and Rashford has the easiest tap in of his life. Probably can't believe his luck. Um, and he's real hype about this goal, even though it was a tap in. Like but he, no, he, a, he needed a goal. He needed a goal. The end of, was this, it I is. It is. Time. Oh yeah. It was this basically crazy, like the last minute. Yeah. So crazy, crazy win. Finish, yeah, it's but it still looks offside. It still looks offside. You saw like if you, I didn't, I didn't so if you that. if you go back and oh, watch this I gotta, play, I gotta go back and watch it. I didn't. Yeah, think if you go back and watch this play, they didn't call it offside, but it looked offside to me. So if you go back and watch this play, Cavani makes his run, and right. as as uh, Martial's playing him in, basically, he looks offside. It looks pretty clear that he's offside too, but VAR went and checked it, and they didn't call it offside. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. Because it doesn't look like they brought the lines out like they normally do. No, but so I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's I going didn't on. Hear anybody talk about all sides? I didn't. Uh, maybe I yeah. watched the United. Yeah. Team, so go go back and watch it. I gotta. I'm watch tired it. of. I'm tired of watching United anyway. But go back and watch it, and we can talk about it ne- again next week. Because Cavani yeah. looks offside. He looked way offside. Cavani was offside <laughs> in this video. Oh. Yeah, Cavani. Cavani looks way offside. He looked. He looked. I'm not gonna say way offside, but he looks offside. And I'm like, okay, y'all not gonna look at that. All right, cool. <laughs> Don't look at it for Chelsea either. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm saying like like keep uh, keep energy. keep that same energy. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. We'll move on from this game. This was a good game though. It wasn't yeah. a a tactical game from an American standpoint. So if you're if you're not a soccer fan, don't watch this game because you won't understand what's happening. <laughs> I only understand what's happening because I've been watching it for a couple of years and my boy's been on me about like, understanding the game and, and yeah, the concepts yeah. of it. So now I understand and I have an appreciation for it. So this is not a game to watch from a you know, entertainment point. Novice. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not a novice of the sport, don't watch it. But if, or if you're a Ronaldo fan, you can watch it because Ronaldo actually played really well in this game. He just, he was just so close that it was mm-hmm. like, man, he, he could have finished a couple of them, and this could have been a different game. But it is what it is. We'll move on. United gets the three points. Uh, I don't know how much they deserved it, but yeah. we'll move on. Um, so the next game for us, before we go to break and talk about, you know, you know the big games of the weekend. <laughs> the next game is Crystal versus uh, Crystal Palace versus Liverpool. Man, this is a really – I got a lot of notes on this, so I'm going to let you go into your spiel because I got a lot. I got a lot. Cool, cool, cool. You can cover anything that I don't yeah. cover. I'm a, yeah. I'm a kind of keep it light. I'm getting um, my Van Dyke that I was so talking about earlier. The first, yeah, yeah. So the first thing that I gotta say is, uh, Joel Mata wants to be a midfielder so bad. Like this man is, this man is all the way up the field Back. making plays. And in the, the first, well, you can't even be mad at him because he's actually good. He he's dribbled past players a lot this season and just tried to play people in and. He man's just want to be a midfielder so bad. Simple as that. Like he is center back that looked like he was just in the midfield before he turned pro. Um, but yeah, so that's the first thought from this game. Um, the second thought is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take this um, because it's it's a corner in early okay, corner. Right, I think yeah, like seven minutes. Right, in. Okay, yeah, <laughs> right, so this is the play that I wanted to talk about uh, so much that I talked about the wrong game. All right, so this this play. This this is this is what I was talking about when I talk about with, with Van Dyke. It's he's in so much of an intimidating player. It's like you can put smaller players, you can put two players on him, you can put somebody closer to his size. He's so big that he's intimidating. So it's almost like when you watch this play, you're like, is that fair? When you see it happen, you're like, he could do that every single time if he wanted to. But he can't. It's not, it's not like he can do that every time. But literally, so he's a big dude. Man. It's a, a corner to the corner, Robertson's corner, and I, I, I guess I can do this now because I don't give a damn anyway. Uh, Robertson is the, my player of the game. He is a fucking baller, and he oh, the entire. Game I had the exact same a, thought. He went off this game. He didn't score. He, he had two assists. He the dude is amazing. He's a great, uh, great free kicker, passer with both feet. He's accurate. Um, he can switch field at any point, like kind of like TA, like with Trent. It's like Trent. Yep. He's a super gifted passer. I don't know how to explain it. He's just gifted. It's like, not fair that they have both of them. It's yeah. not fair that they have both of them. It's really not fair. So just to give the audience a picture, the, the man puts a, a corner in, right? And it's a good corner. But Van, Van Dyke just goes up and just bullies a bunch of people, and it's it's almost like they just couldn't touch him, like he had an aura around him. And he jumped up, <laughs> and literally, the ball hits his head, and then literally, like, he got shot out of a cannon, flies into the net. This is, we're talking about five yards, at least five, five, six, seven yards. Literally, the mm-hmm. goalie had no shot. Yep. This is not one of those headers where 
if the goalie guesses right, he got a chance. No, no. This is literally he got a bat in his hand and literally <laughs> hits the ball and it's over. Like, holy shit. Like, what? How the fuck did you hit that ball that hard with your head? It makes yeah, no it's sense. crazy. It just it's crazy. Um, but it, it, it's a wrap. And they're up. Yeah. Right yeah. Basically. Uh, so, yeah, that, I mean, and from that you, standpoint, you pretty much said it. Right. You, pre- you pretty, Yeah, you, you pretty much said it at, at that point. It's like Van Dyke, I guess, look intimidated. But that goes back to us talking about corners before, because normally – what, I, what I've seen lately is that they'll have a smaller player um, basically line up in front of the bigger players to stop exactly what Van Dyke just did because they don't they don't want them to get yeah they don't want them to get a run on the ball so that they can score a bullet header like that so they rather them almost kind of cut their legs off basically by putting a shorter player on them just to stay with them so that yeah they can jump but they can't get a run and jump and that's I guess what they're trying to prevent but Crystal Palace didn't do anything at all. Like Van Dyke had a free run, free header. Like it's like you said, it's like he had a bubble around him or something, and they just couldn't touch him. Um, but yeah, a- after that, um, Robertson gets another ball down the line and puts one into Oxlade Chamberlain. Um, it might have been overhit, or maybe it was a perfectly placed pass. Either way, it's a great cross, and Ox takes it down calmly and scores. And yeah, Rob- Robertson. Man of the match basically by the end of the first half, basically. Like he he balled out. He balled out. Um but in the second half, you got a you got a story for the second half, right? Oh, go ahead. To give you a crazy stat for the audience, this is how much Roberts has been balling. In the last eight games, he got seven assists. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to catch up with Trent. He he can't let Trent they do this every year. Where they battle it out for assists, they really do. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, uh, before you get into your spiel, I gotta talk to my talk my my boy um, Olise. Oh, that's all I had left for this game. Well, okay. I got one more thing after him, but yeah, I'm gonna let. I'm okay, let you do all right, yeah. So Olise <laughs> actually should have scored. Um, he actually gets a gets a ball that. So Liverpool, and this is why I'm not actually worried about Liverpool because Liverpool <laughs> they make a lot of mistakes on their defense and turn the ball over. They're not good at keeping the ball. They're good at making plays to their, to solve those great players, solid, those type of players, but they're not good at keeping possession. So they, they make a terrible mistake in their back line and Alicia ends up with the ball. And literally all he has to do is make an accurate shot away from the goalie with his, with his off foot, but he can't because it's not his foot. So he basically ends up kicking the ball straight to the goalie and it gets saved. But they literally they gave they gave him a one on one with one player in front of him and all he had to do was make that one player miss and then the goalie had no shot if as long as he put that ball low in a way to the right it's been over but he literally kicks the ball straight to the goalie it's just because it's on his weak foot but the defender did a great job of taking away his left foot on yep. the minute that they, they turned the ball over he did it. I don't can't remember the player who did that but at least say throughout this entire game love to give credit when you see that. Like he yeah. looked amazing. He's super young. I don't. He might, he might be 19, 20 years old. Y'all can check the, the facts on that. But he's super young, um, super athletic. Um, he's got. He can dribble the ball with speed. He can also like actually like pick out passes with 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 accuracy with his left foot, right foot not so much. But the dude is super 
special, and he's, he reminds me of DeMar Gray, uh, uh, Everton. Um, just a great player. I got to give him his respect because he's going to be he's going to be a star. I think he's going to be a star in, in the Premier League. Yep, yep, completely agree. Um, he had a really good ball to Gallagher. Gallagher tried to score a tough, tried to score a tough header. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with that too. Allison did really have a really good game. Yeah, he, I'm glad he kept him in the game. They're, they're lucky. Allison, they would have lost this game. Yeah, they're they're lucky to have him back. And then, but the dude that's been in for him has been saving them in multiple occasions too. Kelleher or whatever, who's been yeah. subbing for Allison. Yeah. Premier League goalies yeah. are elite, man. It's yeah, they, they're crazy. They just don't understand. They man. are crazy, man. In the they're crazy. Great, man. Yep, yep. Kepler's been trying to play out of his mind for us too. Like he's been yeah. he's been playing some yeah. good games. But uh, um. Okay, so oh, my Crystal bad. Palace does get a goal. Oh, go ahead. Oh, my bad. In the first half of this game, Crystal Palace, and we could we could talk. We should probably talk about this a little bit more. Crystal Palace, they had a couple of shots where their players <sighs> didn't understand the concept of making the making a time run. So they had a couple and it, a couple offsides, a lot of like four or five offsides goals. Literally, if they would have just timed their run better, they would have scored. They literally mm. and Liverpool kept getting them, trapping them. Liverpool loves to do a high line with their back line, and they just yeah. kept over and over again. The first half, you're just like, oh, he's like right. that. No, it's just it's just no, one of it's one outside. of those it's one of those things because because Liverpool play high, like their defenders are high, so they have they to they have to they have to play that offside. So, but it's dangerous though because if you get it right, like you get in a chance. You know what I mean? Like because they played high against Chelsea. The last game when we beat them and we just had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity i think we actually might have got a draw that game i don't remember but we just had so many chances and i was just like dying for timo to come on because all he had to do was get one run right and yeah. he was in a one-on-one Ed, Eduardo uh, played great throughout this game shout out them yep yep and then they they finally did get one right and beat their offside trap um slup played a really really nice through ball mm-hmm. um and then the striker that got it, I forgot the two strikers, but the striker that got it played a nice ball across the box instead of trying to force a shot. And um, yep, and they ended up getting getting a goal off of that. It was a really nice, really nice looking goal. Like the ball from Slup, I don't know if he meant it, but beautiful pass, beautiful pass. Um, perfect, perfect weight and everything. It was great. You know what's crazy about that is that literally right after that play, literally, and Anderson gets a chance to level it and then – and, and and blows it like this game, man. <laughs> yeah, it was it was tight. It was tight, right? It's tight. Um, they outplayed him the whole second half. Crystal Palace outplayed him. It was just, yeah. uh, and we'll talk about the end of this game because uh, it was some bullshit. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that's pretty much where I am now. I mean, Jata dribbles into the box. I think the ball gets away from him to the point where he's not going to get it. Uh, and then the goalie comes and. Makes contact. And this um, is the way you're right about the last podcast. You're right. This is simply there, there is no there is no um, consistency. There's, no, no. There's no. The oh. referees don't have no power. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. VR, VR, VR said VAR said that. Hey, come look at it. Something. Go look at it. <laughs> we no think it's a penalty. Feel this is this is a penalty. So go yeah, ahead and do yeah. your little show and pretend yeah. like you're gonna go watch the play and actually make your own decision. No, it was obvious that the because. This play is not – this is not a penalty. But nah. 
the VAR says it's a penalty. So you, the minute he the VAR, VAR says it's a penalty and he and they decide go look at it, it's over. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, I mean, I'll have over. to I'll have to look up the percentage percentages of things that yeah but it's it's got to be high it's got to be high like it but it's ridiculous i will give and i'm just a huge fan of trent man simply they deserve to go simply because of that pass by trent that pass over the whole this is one of those change the whole field type of you know in football where you, you see a quarterback make a throw across the field this is one of those pat mahomes where they tell you not to throw, you know, across your body. Mm-hmm. Trent's going to do it anyway. He makes that shot. He makes that pass, and it's completely perfect. And Josh gets, like, it's unreal. They, almost, they, they deserve a go just because of Trent's play there. Different, He's the only man. one who any credit for this, 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 this goal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel it. But basically, neither one of us agree that was a penalty. We might be Liverpool haters, but – we just don't think penalty. it was a penalty. So, like, no matter what, <laughs> even if he lived behind, even literally the ball is gone. He has no shot. He literally yeah. just took the ball away from him, yeah. and then and then ran into the goalie yeah. to try to get a yeah. penalty. He had no yep. no he had no shot of making a even a shot attempt nope. on target. He literally nope. kicked the ball out of bounds and then saw Poor the man. Was going. Yeah, it was bullshit. Poor. And anybody yeah. that doesn't think it's bullshit, you don't know soccer or you don't watch <laughs> sport because that was nonsense. And okay. as a city fan, I'm happy that it's worked out for us this year. But the the goal, the referee's been trash. It's been trash. Yeah. Been trash. yeah, yeah, because because this this week it didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Other weeks it has, but this week it didn't. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, that's that's all I got. I mean, I can't I can't argue with that for Robertson being the man of the match. I don't think we did one for the first game, but I'll just say Bruno because he looked like himself again. He just he just looked like he was back, and that's always nice to see. But yeah, definitely definitely Robertson. He was tearing them up, man, tearing them up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we can we can roll along, man. Move on. We're going great. We're gonna break and then we'll come back with our random topic, man. All right, bro. All right, Brooksy, so we back now. We're going to do our random topic. So we've been a little let's structured get it, let's lately. Get it, let's get it. Yeah, we've been a little structured lately, man. I just like to have a little bit of fun, um, be a little silly, like, like just enjoy ourselves a little bit. So this actually, uh, this episode, random topic is on movie going, man. The whole experience of movie going. We've seen, we've seen how it's changed with the pandemic and all that. But we're going to talk about the random stuff that, that y'all already know about. The whole series of going to movies. Me, from my standpoint, I love going to the movies. I love that whole experience of going to the movies and the, the whole Sir. aspect of it. Um, I'm more of a, and I know, I guess the shorties wouldn't like this, but I've never been a big fan of taking shorties to the movies because pretty much 
75 to 90% of the time, they want to talk throughout the movie, and I literally, I literally went to the movie to actually watch the movie. If you yeah, same, same. I be focused. I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is nonsense. Yeah. I'm tired of you ruining my movies. Like, we don't have to go to movies then. If you want I can to relate. Talk, I can relate on that. I can relate. I can relate, but... Well, I ain't never been with nobody that talks during the movies. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never, I ain't never been with somebody that talks during the movie. Okay, though, so. all right. You're a lucky man. That's been pretty much my entire experience. My yes, they just want to. They don't want to watch the movie. They don't want. They they enter through. They want to do other things. Like we can do the other things. We don't got to go to movies then. Why am I putting in? Why am I spending money to see a movie and then we gonna have a conversation? And then you gonna be the you gonna be the one that's having the conversation. Why everybody's like, why are they having a conversation like they had at a diner? Yeah. Like go to a diner, just, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you just getting everybody else upset. Yeah. yeah. And so that's actually um takes us into our actually doesn't the first thing we're gonna talk about is when you first go to the movie. So this is something I actually this is I've had a conversation with most people about this. Is the whole your whole mindset. So Getting ready for the movies. The first thing is you're thinking about what you're thinking about candy. What you're gonna bring in. So, so what's your mindset when you take it into the movies? Are you are you, are you gonna take them four, five, ten dollar prices for the the, the, the the four skittles, or are you gonna? I'm not. <laughs> all right, so I'm not gonna lie. I always I always pay for some popcorn at the movies, but that's that's usually all I do. So not yeah. nine times. Yeah, nine times out of ten, I'm getting popcorn and a drink. Um. And if I'm smart about it, I'm getting there early so I can dig into my popcorn and my drink and go ahead and use the bathroom before the movie starts. Because the worst part of any movie experience is if you have to pee in the middle of the movie. Like you you just sit, you gotta either sit there miserable and hold it. At home. At home when you watch a movie, you never gotta pee. But when you 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 chill in public, (laughs) never. Never. That's the worst, man. And it's happened multiple times where I'm just like, man, okay, this looks like a dull part of the movie. I'm gonna go ahead and run real quick and I'll be right back. But that's the worst part of the movie. But when you got movies like what was it? Endgame? Wasn't Endgame like three hours or something long? Yeah. It's like, how do you make it through that without having to pee? It's but like, home, do you just not, do you not get a drink? At home, you don't yeah. have any words about it. It's only yeah, you're not worried at all. I don't understand it. It's like you just gotta go. You gotta go. It's like no, I need to mess with you. You gotta, you gotta, you have to go to the bathroom now. I never have to yeah, go to the movies when I'm not at the movies. Yeah, room. yeah. When you gotta oh, go, it just happens. It when you gotta go, it happens to be like all the way across like the building too. It can't just be right outside. It's that would be way too easy. You got, you gotta make a run for it. Yeah. So on that note, the same aspect of it is, and I like, I love this part about it is the drinks. So and and this is not just a movie thing. This is everywhere. When you go to a restaurant, fast food, the whole concept of free ref, refills. So in movie theaters, most of refills, mm-hmm. like most movie theaters, when you get the big drink, you get the the multiple refill type of thing. Yeah. But they yeah. know that you're in the movie. You're not going to have that many. So that's that's the whole thought. Exactly. Yeah. That's how they get paid. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but for me, this is how my approach is. Okay. I've never been an ice guy. So for me, I've always been a. I'm gonna put three, four ice. I'm be super, and I'm gonna put a whole bunch of liquid in this drink. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna enjoy this drink. So yeah. even if I get it, I'm 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 not. I'm gonna put like maybe let's say one eight for the ice, mm-hmm. and then the rest yep. is with soda or what whatever I'm drinking. Yeah, and yeah, you filling that, it up yourself, man. Yeah, and on top of that, I'm mixing drinks. And where else <laughs> in your life do you get to mix your drinks up? 
Do you mix yeah. your drinks at home? In a no. movie theater. No. It's only the only place you move you mix your drinks up is in a movie, the movie theater. theater. Yeah. Or or make or McDonald's or something like that. Or McDonald's or something like that. Yeah, but it's always yeah. far. But you don't <laughs> think about it when you're at home. You can mix up so many different drinks and but you don't think about it. But at the movie theater, I gotta so it's my, automatic. Yeah, I tell lemonade and ginger ale. <laughs> I'm trying shit out. It's not, I don't understand why I have this creativity. I feel it. I don't really, I don't really mix my drinks that often though. Like, but I, I, I do have a, I do have a go-to movie drink now because you know most of the movie theaters. I know you've seen these. They have those big like red machines where they have yeah. like a ton of different drink options. Like a so I always get, yep, I always get, I, I don't know what they're called, man, Coca-Cola machine, whatever it is, the drink machine. Um, I always get a high C strawberry, I think it is. And I always get it because it's really good. And there's not many places where you can get that drink. So it's like, it's my go-to movie drink. I'm, I'm normally set up with a medium or a large popcorn, depending on how I'm feeling and a medium or a large high C strawberry simple as that and i'm rolling and i'm good i'm good for my movie so I, I get a, down on some popcorn at the movie theater i really do butter guy? you like to add extra it's, butter salt i do i do like light butter i don't i don't overdo it because i ain't trying to die in the movie theater <laughs> like, right yeah, but but yeah yeah like normally it depends like if they put it on there i'll tell them light and it's the same if I'm putting it on there. I don't, I don't, I don't drown it in butter. I don't drown it. All right. So, so <laughs> me, I'm a heavy butter guy, man. Dripping <laughs> in butter, bro. It's like, like we out here, we're drinking butter and we're throwing some popcorn. In. <laughs> like, like, you want some, like, you want some popcorn yeah, yeah. with that butter? Yeah. The popcorn to me by itself is trash. I, it's not super salty. It's trash. So. To me, the, yeah, the butter is so crucial, man. Like we, I, like I literally buy, literally at home, I literally buy. You got, you got movie theater butter. I, I literally, I, literally, I, had butter, bro. I literally, I can't have popcorn without like the, the movie butter, bro. It's, it, it's, it's, it's crucial, man. You gotta have it, or you're not having popcorn the right way. In my opinion. Yeah, I'm a big popcorn fan in general, though. Like you know those uh cans or the tins of popcorn that they have, yeah. like where it'll be like caramel and then like white cheddar and it yeah, I, don't I, tear, I tear i tear i tear those up nah, Pop, that's pop, it's popcorn, popcorn bro it could yeah, it could be it could be i like i like those i love my smart food i'm always down for some popcorn man so it, it's not it don't have to be the butter for me i don't know what it is about popcorn i love popcorn though <laughs> love it don't even have to be watching a movie yeah, I eat pop. Good. I eat popcorn for lunch with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for me, like, I'm a straight criminal when it comes to yeah, bringing food into the uh, movie theater, bro. And so if if I come to see a movie theater, just understand I got a whole full meal. I done done my thing. I got I got a whole you know Chick Fil A sandwich. You got steak. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I'm not buying a damn thing. I'm not. Those marker prices, I'm not that nigga. I would never be that nigga. I'm bringing my own shit, and I'm not paying for your little four or five nuggets with the trashy honey mustard. I don't want to get into their honey mustard they got at the movie. You know, it's it's disappointing, though, sometimes, because... They, their menus actually look nice sometimes, but then you get your food and you're like, bro, what is this? I don't know. I don't remember what I had the last time I was at the movie theater, but it was disgusting. Like, it was terrible. 
I took like two bites and I was like, yeah, I can't eat. I can't eat this. I think it was like some pretzels or something. And it was just terrible, Drew. Like the cheese couldn't yeah. save it. Yeah. Nothing could save this, bro. It was bad. It was bad. And I'm like, this is why you bring people food. This is why you bring exactly. food here. <laughs> the only reason why, the only, I will say, the only reason why sometimes I don't is when they have those one store, like one, one uh, movie theaters that have the, those pretzel bites with the cinnamon joints, those yes. joints hot with the cinnamon, mm-hmm. like, yo, that, that's fire. It's the only thing that's fire. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm bringing my own meal, man. It's BYO. You know, I'm you talking about meal. like, you talk about like some, what is it, Auntie Anne's or something like that? No, you talk the, about they the got little, that? The little pretzel drinks they have like, with the salt, but you can put like, you can have uh, cinnamon, you can have. Uh, or salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah, have those, those at, pretzel they have those at yeah. you know, the, the Auntie Anne's that's always at like the mall? Yeah, at the mall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, those, exactly. those. Yeah, yeah. Fire. <laughs> And then when they're hot, they're fire for sure, for sure. Yeah. And also, yeah, the other thing, just for me, obviously saying that you think, um, alcohol at the movie theater is clutch, super clutch, man. Because <laughs> I have anxiety. Everybody knows this. I have a major anxiety. I have that runner test type of anxiety where it comes like a, my anxiety gets a violence type of thing. Like, and Baltimore really messed me up. So when i go to the movie theaters i always have this anxiety about mass shooting and stuff like that so i'm always thinking about exits and all this stuff like i'm all my, i'm always live so when i go to the movie theater, i'm thinking i'm like i'm not playing like i'm thinking all right if something happens i'm i got an exit there this now i'll throw that body there i'll get behind that person like i'm thinking everything like i got all the options <laughs> just picked out in my head and people think i'm paranoid but just grow up where i grew up and then you wouldn't be you would you would understand but yeah uh yeah, yeah. That whole I definitely no that that stuff is that stuff is scary though to think about like when I went to see uh Spider-Man like like pre-release like a day before it officially came out and I was like yeah I hope we make it out of here man because <laughs> we might get we might get jumped for our tickets or something you exactly, know like yeah. this movie theater is gonna be packed Jumping you know like be a blessing like that, that's the best scenario is you jump yeah. <laughs> have my tickets just, just don't take oh, here, my life because I'm at the movie yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah because I, I don't I don't hold great movie movies. by the way you seen that one yet which one the new Spider-Man no I haven't seen it I haven't pretty seen good it. pretty good pretty good I will pretty see good. it when it's um HD red box online red box Keep no, no, Redbox. Red Red exactly. Yeah, That's what I'm gonna, I'm gonna, honestly, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the movie theater and watch it. Or, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Redbox, Redbox. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you know what's funny though? Because uh, you're an innocent man watch. like Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They can know the truth. Hey, so I'm, uh, Fast Nine. So my sister actually told me not to watch it. All right. So I'm a sucker. So for me. Uh, it doesn't matter about realistic because I don't care about that when it comes to movies because yeah. I know movies aren't real. So I don't yeah. care about it being realistic. All I care about is you entertain me. You you put Vin Diesel, you put this up that who this is bad little girlfriend, you put all those people in the scene, and then you put racing and you and then you put you know you know uh, guns and shooting like and you hooked up. Huh? They got you. They got you. I'm a I I'm a I'm a stupid person when it comes to movies. I don't care about quality or realistically. I think I, I think I quit. I think I quit at Fast Five, Drew. I think I quit at Fast Five. Oh, I was done. Yo, yo put a cutie <laughs> and then I'll watch it. You know I'm saying I literally watch 
Uh, I told you I watched uh, Station 19 trash show garbage. Yeah, you told us about it. Yeah, because literally she's just so loving. Ortiz just put a little bad for me and then put, you know, some some shooting or some violence or something dangerous. You, they got you. You hooked. I'm hooked. You hooked. It's like that. Up in the head, man. Anxiety. I'm telling you. I'm messing up in the head. <laughs> I don't care about realistic when it comes to movies. But let's continue on with this concept, though. Um, so what, what was that? What was the other one I had to talk about? So we got to talk about our people, man. And, yep. And I yep. talked about yep. this a little bit earlier um, when I was talking about people, the way they act in the movies. And so the first one, I'll start it off with this. This is a Dave Chappelle type of stuff. I love black people, but I hate niggas. So... <laughs> If you're going to act like a nigga at a movie, like, stop embarrassing us. This is what upsets me. It's, you know that there are other people there. Mm-hmm. So you're only doing the most. You wouldn't be doing this when you're in your house chilling. We don't you have would. in the house. you only yeah. doing this because you want to be seen or you want to put on a show. And you and you know it's going to annoy other people. Stop acting like you at the, you, you in the scene when you're at the movie. Keep your mouth shut. And shut up and just enjoy the movie just like everybody else. <laughs> hey, no, don't go in there. Don't go in there. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't go in there. At the movie theater? Like, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. I forgot I forgot the last movie I was at, but yeah, it was ridiculous. There was a group of like four people. And they were younger, so maybe they didn't know better. But they were annoying the whole movie. And they were just talking all throughout. And it's like, bro, you are ruining everybody else's movie experience because you just want to be loud and extra during the whole movie like we're missing parts of the movie because you talking like i can't hear them talk because you talking like it's just disrespectful at the end of the day exactly like it's just disrespect it really is the one thing about it is that as a black person i'm not going to call that save black person out in the moment I'm be like, yeah, yeah, it's just how motherfuckers are. I'm not gonna like whatever. But, but let it be. Let I love to see the reaction of the white people. It's like they're just so scared to say something. It's like I just look at, I just like to look at the white folks in the in in, in, in you know in in the audience, like see their reactions. Like, yeah, he's he's acting like, yeah, we're not like that. That that's just him. Like that's I them. I don't know them. I, I don't know them. them. They look. So I actually scary. don't know them at all. The dog confrontation was so funny. I love seeing yeah. white people like scared to say something to a black person. It's always been out of their, out of their element. Yeah, they, they've been on top like since the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you're not used to being in an environment where the black person has this type of control where they can just say whatever, and then you can't do nothing about it because yeah. technically it's not against the rules. Even though it's, it's hilarious. Like well, I mean. We're we're just we're intimidated as a race, like we really are. Like, yeah, how many times do you how many times do you walk on the sidewalk and somebody's on the sidewalk and they will walk away from you because you're walking on the sidewalk? Like they yeah. they will make sure they don't get into a certain distance. I just find it for so you. funny. And you're just walking on the sidewalk, and I'm just like, how am I intimidated, man? Like, yo, <laughs> how yeah. am I so intimidating? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I I still had this issue with with, with snow bunnies all the time, where like. They're just so scared. Like they're so scared. Like to say something. Because, like I don't know if they haven't interacted with enough black dudes, but they don't understand it. It's like, like I'll say something. I'll say just one thing to this one shorty because she was lifting like crazy weights. Like she like lifting like five hundred something plus pounds on her leg press, bro. Right? And uh, yeah. she like 
her drains she's like killing crazy. me. It's like she's, she's killing like, me. She's killing it, right? So I'm like, so how much does that weigh? She's like, yeah, this and that. And like, so like, why are you doing this? And like, trying to motivate and all this other type of thing. I'm like, so why is it that you can't keep eye contact? And she's like, you know, this, this and that. She's making excuses like she's literally she's literally scared to make eye contact with yeah, me. She's, like like she's, I'm <laughs> like I'm a problem. I'm five foot three. I'm not intimidated. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not intimidating. Now, when I'm boxing, you also leg pressing almost 600 pounds, so you can just kick, you can just kick me out of the way. Just kick me out of the way. Who are you scared about? Like, say, like, why are you intimidated by? I think it's a, 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 a like a crush type of thing, but it's just so funny yeah. to me when I see when I see white people uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's just uncomfortable. It's almost it's almost like sometimes they're not intimidated as much as they are like they don't want to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. You know what I mean? It's like, dang, I don't want to put myself in a situation to where I say something and it it's offensive or they take it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, and anybody who knows me, no, I would never do that because I'm literally insane, you know, that type of thing. But I think it's <laughs> hilarious when I, when I see that. But so outside of that, we'll continue on with it on that, on that note. Theater and home. So the pandemic has a lot changed that a lot. It's changed that experience. So for me, and I'll just talk about me. For me, watching my movies at home by myself is the shit. It's great. But there's no comparison being in that environment. So even though I talk about how I don't like the nonsense and all that stuff, I actually enjoy seeing other people react to things that maybe I don't react to or seeing them because I like seeing different personalities. So for me, mm-hmm. going to the movies is the better option, even though it can be inconvenient at times when it comes to actually seeing the movie. Maybe I have to watch the movie over again or something like that. But I prefer to go to the movies because I like to see people react to what's going on in the movie. So it's nothing like going to a great movie. And this is the best thing when you go to a movie. When you go to a movie and the whole movie has been like super upsetting, and then at some point, like the main character breaks through and then everybody goes crazy. There's yeah, nothing yeah. like that. It's just like yeah. when you had a, I was at the game, we was at the wing house this past weekend, me and the homie chilling mm-hmm. with a bunch of people, everybody's twisted, having fun, doing a thing. And then the, the Bucks, you know, they come back, you know, and the people are messing up and, and the Rams are acting like they're about to choke the game away. And then they end up winning the game and then everybody in the entire joint it's yeah. going crazy and i'm like yeah hell yeah like mm-hmm. I, that energy i love that i love that energy man. yeah that. it's that it's it's that togetherness that we miss because of covid and stuff like that and it's coming back like full full circle and you realize like yeah we we need this man we need this for our mental health and everything you know exactly. yeah. like because there's nothing like uh going to like a big time soccer game like you know how much fun we had when we went to that yep. uh women's soccer game man it was yeah. it was dope yeah. like it's, it's nice going to see your favorite players play and being able to celebrate and be around uh, other people the game play. live like it's it. it's just a it's really a different experience than just watching on tv for sure for sure and you always meet people just randomly at the game that you just have a conversation with and talk yeah, about where they're from and here. stuff like that the people yeah. i've met at at sports game that I know for years now. No, yeah. we're not close, but I, yeah. I I I got that experience with them like that. Exactly. I've never been a, a um 
I've never been a more a social type of person when it comes to that. Because for me, mm-hmm. most people are idiots and get on my nerves. <laughs> Lord, forgive me for that. Like my whole mentality, because I'm such of a, a nerd that I just don't understand stupid people. So people that act, mm-hmm. that don't <laughs> listen or read and all that stuff, or who can't type or can't write, or something like that, it bothers me. I was just, mm-hmm. I've been gifted with type of brain where it's just like, I had, I don't have the patience to deal with that type of thing. And my, 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 most of my parents yeah. got their masters and all that. So we, I'm a, I, I grew up in a nerd family. So I, I don't know if that's an excuse for me being an asshole, but I just don't have a lot of patience for stupidity, but mm-hmm. I do love the energy when it comes to sports, that emotion, yeah. I'm in a super emotional yeah. Lakers fan. I'm a super emotional Lakers fan. I yeah. love the energy. Just give me that energy. And uh, I love that. I love going to the movies. So the last, the last thing, unless you have something else, the last thing we're going to talk about with the movie theaters, you got something else? No, 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 no. Like so I was, thing, what the, yeah, go ahead. The last thing is trailers. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So let me, let me say what I want to say about trailers first, because like you messaged me trailers are trailers are always fire like they they always showcase the best parts of the movie and sometimes it underperforms afterwards but i have never i have never been to a movie where i saw a where i didn't see at least two trailers that made me want to watch those two movies but but with me but with me i never remember those movies ever i never like go and write them down and say yeah i'm gonna write i'm gonna watch that when i come back yeah, I'm gonna watch that. I see the trailer and I'm like, dang, that's a good freaking movie. And I never go back and actually watch the movie. Like, for example, perfect example, there's this uh movie out I still haven't seen, it's called Widows. Um and actually like my favorite author helped bunch, write like, it. Bunch of their people, bunch of their uh, husbands died and they Yep, exactly. I exactly. never saw that movie. I, exactly. I, I so I saw I saw the preview and I and I know and I know so I saw I saw I saw the trailer and I know the uh, author that helped write it and I love her as it's an the author. Same She's great. For Shonda Rhimes, right? From, it's the same shorty from is it Shonda Rhimes, the one from uh, Mur- making a murder? Because I know the um, movie. it's uh, a Viola. I know it's Viola Davis. I know oh, she's yeah. in there. Okay. Yeah, so I know I know she's in there. I think that's her name. Um, and there's some other people in there that I think the look kind of familiar. The in that. The shorty. Okay. Black. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Make yeah, that's who it is. Viola Davis. It's uh is it making a murder or is it uh how to get away with murder? How to, yeah, how to yeah, get yeah. I think that's her name. She's, is she's it, the actress. It might be she's the producer. I didn't know that. Um, I think she's the actress in that movie. No, she's no, 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 so, in the movie, but you're saying yeah, she's, she's the like, actress in the movie. The person that I'm talking about that helped like I guess write slash produce it, her name is like Jillian Flynn. She just writes books. Like you ever heard of Gone Girl? Yeah. yeah gone girl she's the one she's the one that wrote that okay that's her that's her story that's her big Fire. book or whatever Fire. and that made me yeah and that made me um want to watch the movie but i've never watched it i also read the martian never watched the movie yeah. even after seeing the trailer so i'm just i'm just bad when it i'm really bad when it comes to watching movies i do enjoy them but i'm really bad at actually getting to the theater and watching the movie yeah. i'm really bad at it because <laughs> they movies just be long sometimes because <laughs> yeah. yeah. you experience too many of those where the trailer is so fired and you watch the movie. <laughs> and how did y'all yeah. that? y'all literally picked the best scene of this whole movie the all of them trailer and then the rest of all of them and, and that's it 
Like that, yeah. the, the, the marketing is, uh, they, they didn't figure out marketing, man. So, you know, they got it. They got, they got it, it down. They got it hooked, man. Um, so for me, trailers, the same, same shit, man. Like they're always fire. When you watch a movie, they're ne- they almost never, ever, yeah. Live up to the hype. They, they, they almost never do. And but I, I got an appreciation for it because there's a skill set in being able to pick out clips. And especially, <laughs> you know, in my journey of being as a host of this podcast, for mm-hmm. me, it's super hard, bro. The amount of time I have to take listening to our podcast to pick out the right clip that that is the best clip. Literally, um, our last podcast on on Shady, I still haven't figured out the right clip. That will, <laughs> that will actually you know, give our segment justice because yeah. it was an amazing segment, but I don't have a clip, one clip that's long, that's short enough that Instagram will take that I can, mm-hmm. you know, that I can actually post and be, hopefully I can do that tomorrow and figure it out. But yeah, yeah. it's super hard, man. It takes a whole lot of time and I can appreciate the, the, the skill set for those people, the skill set that those people have to be able to pick out those Right clips to bring the yeah. audience in, man. It's definitely, a definitely. Skill set. <laughs> um, but but anyway, we'll move on. Um, obviously, we gotta get to yeah, our yeah. last games, and I got a lot to talk about. But yeah, uh, yeah, this is this this was random, but just at some point, you're just like the community and everything are going to the movies and. It just makes me think of uh, whenever you get on a flight, man, it's just cool. I always make it a point to talk to at least one or two people because it's like I am probably never going to see this person again, ever again in my life. So, like, let me make a conversation. Like, let me meet somebody and just leave a good impression on them so that maybe one more person thinks black people are right out there. Yeah. <laughs> and they can go off and fly off into the world and be like, you know what? I bet this dude, he was all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> maybe I'm, not, you- I'm not just doing it for black people, but you know what yeah. I mean? It, it, if it benefits us, it benefits us. I actually was know? talking about this same exact concept with my boss, like literally a couple hours yeah. ago. Literally, Work Drew is a fake person that I made up. No, so people <laughs> think that Work Drew is a real person. So in... Last ever since I've been in the corporate world, people that, that many people have come up to me, and I'm not going to just call out females or whatnot, but most of them are female, and they've been asked me like, so like, what's your personality like? like are you really like, like? But I can't tell them the truth. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to, you know, I have to, you know, fission a little bit because at the end of the day, I'm I don't the, the patience that I have when it comes to the job and with people in the work world is work through is not real. He's not a real person. He's fake. <laughs> that whole I'm not when I ask you how you doing, it's 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 fugazi. It's my, my mom got a my okay. mom got a whole I'm, voice that she used. Yeah, and I love got, it. My sister got it on point too. It's, <laughs> I got it too. I got it too. It's so fake, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. but we understand there's a time and a place to be professional and there's a time yeah, and a place yeah. to be yourself and at yeah. work i'm gonna never be myself no matter what my boss will think i would never ever be myself at work you know why because <laughs> drew is an asshole if you've ever met drew in real life ask dre if you ever met drew in real life drew's an asshole now i will be respectful so i get along with a lot of people and because i'm a christian i have to treat people with respect simply out of dude god said i have to and I have to. That's the only reason why. It's not because I want to do it. It's because he says I have to. I'm gonna get in trouble. And best believe it. 
my life has shown me that if I make mistakes or if I do something wrong, I get punished. I don't get away with this stuff. It's like mm-hmm. it's a like God's favorites have have the hard have the worst time. It's truly the real thing. Like literally, we have the hardest time when it comes to dealing with people because or our life because we don't get to get away with the, the mistakes we make. We get punished for it. It's not like, and we don't get to, even if we don't get punished for it before the action happened, that's wrong. We have to deal with our conscience. And I never had, before I was saved, I didn't have that conscience. I just live life for the fullest, whatever. I just do what I'll say, whatever to whoever. Doesn't matter to me because at the end of the day, I'm just going to die and nothing's going to happen. Those people that think we're just going to die and then, you know, it's all good and you don't have to. It's a dangerous, it's a dangerous world for them, bro. It's a dangerous world. world. Those people that think that you can just die and then, no matter what you have done, you're not gonna have to pay for it. That's a that's a truly a blessing. I would tell those people it's truly a blessing to have that mindset and to live like that because I've never been able to live like that ever since I was 14 because I've always lived in fear because I've always been punished every single time I do something I get punished. So you know it's the, it's the whole it's a, it's the whole mindset and that you have it's it's you know you can't change that. Literally, I was raised that way and then I literally been dealing with consequences ever since and anybody that knows my life understands i don't get away with nothing so no matter what i've done to whoever and this can apply to the the situation we talked about earlier the people that feel a certain type of way about me and still uh, on the attack apparently i'm not getting away with nothing so whatever i did i apologize and i promise you i didn't moved on and i'm sorry like but it is what it is but we'll move on to the next uh, to, to the next segment and, and close this off because I gotta I gotta you know I gotta vent about my boys. Cool, cool. And I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, City versus Southampton, man. So, man, I got two damn pages. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this a little bit quicker. So, um, God damn it. How can I make this? All right. So early on, just to paint a picture for the audience, um, my boys, uh, Grealish is actually being a part of the action now. So I think that Pep has finally figured out that his owners are not going to accept um, a $100 million player sitting on the bench, no matter how great Pep is as a coach. He's finally figured it out. So apparently he's going to play Grealish now. So Grealish is playing. And actually, Grealish actually looked really well, like he did last game. Now, he didn't make anything. He didn't finish anything that mattered in this game. But he, he, he made the right runs. He stayed in position. He didn't go out of his way to, to compromise the defense like he's done in the past. He's, he's – you know, he stayed patient and he stayed like, – because, you know, Pep loves to keep his wing players on at the wing. He doesn't like the wing players sinking in. He, he, he likes constant crosses and spacing. He's like the Suns coach. He, 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 he cares about spacing. He cares about keeping shape. And you'll see with other teams where they don't keep shape and they just they switch it throughout the game. No, Pep he cares about staying in shape, staying in shape. So – and it's because this is why we can keep possession all the time. It's because even if I get the ball under pressure, I know that you're in that area and I can just pass that ball in that area and you'll go get it. And that's why uh, Pep has a uh, this obsession with 
players staying in their spots because even if you get in a bad position, you can still get rid of the ball and get to somebody else. You know, so basically that's his whole mindset coming into the game. We're, we're obviously on a high, we're on a 12-game winning streak. Um, but um, Southampton play, came to play, man. In the Premier League, you can't take nothing off. And this is one of those uh, games where we took it off the first 10 minutes of the game. And uh, the same dude I've been complaining about since the beginning of the season, Laporte, uh, makes a mistake and they end up scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to get into too much details about it because this podcast will go 35, 40 minutes longer. So Beautiful goal, though. Beautiful goal. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> and you can go on. Beautiful. I, I just shortly like it's I think it's just a good build up. And this is the one of thing one of the things that um I kind of like want to know more about like strategic wise, because I don't really look into this, but it's been one of the things that's been huge, especially recent years, because right backs and left backs are like simply just not right backs and left backs anymore. And in the really good teams, like that's just not their role. So it's like when you have a right back going forward, like who marks that player? Like, do you do you commit your wingers to coming back and defend or do you want them to stay up so that if you win the ball back, they kind of got a one on one with a defender? You know what I mean? And I don't know what that is for City, but I think in this situation, he kind of wanted it either. Either they either they didn't come back and help or. I don't, I don't know what the situation is. is I'll let over, you explain it. This is an over-analyzation of this, this, this play. So, basically, what happens is we end up turning the ball over. They get the ball in the wing. And we have a player marking the, the, the player with the ball. But Laporte decides, because there's a player behind him, but he can't see that that's Diaz man that has – and he has him marked. Laporte has decided, I'm going to stay in between and try to pick stop the pass. Instead of guarding the dude who literally just got past the ball from the guys out in the wing and, and nobody's around him. So he literally leaves his man that he should have marked to go to go play the next pass after the next pass. No, you you stop. Okay. This is this is the same fast break where stop, stop the, the ball. ball. No, yeah. stop <laughs> the ball. This is constant with Laporte. It's you're overthinking. Your job is to mark your man that you got to make mark and then stop him. There's no scenario where you leave the guy who's in the box with the ball just because if he makes a pass, it'll get to somebody else. It's the person behind you's job to rotate and, and, to, and to mark that guy. Laporte is marking nobody. So basically, he's not there. Basically, he has no purpose on this play because literally he's standing in no man's land. This is what they call no man's land, like in football and basketball, where mm-hmm. you're not guarding anybody. You're not rotating. Mm-hmm you're just spectating you basically have a seat like uh you know like the people with with the you know in the nba with the front court seats like you're basically just yeah. sitting on the sideline because yeah and this is why this makes it egregious it's, it's not that he's in no man's land it's that he's in no man's land and then gives up a shot wait that a shot that he could have blocked and the dude mm-hmm. shot the ball with his right foot there's no excuse but, all the ball but, on the right right side there's no yeah. excuse he, um, the only shot he could make, because the goalie is is obviously going to play the right his left side because that's the only side that's that's the closest side. You have to play the, the closest side first. If he if he's going to make a shot on your other side, then so be it. 
Mm-hmm. So th- that's the side yeah. that you need to protect, right? If if yeah, the closest side is the side that is is where the goal is at, then that's obviously the most dangerous part. No, no, I'm gonna stand there and not take away the the further side and and let him shoot it with his not his off foot with his right foot around his, me. His strong foot, yeah. Around yeah. me uh, doesn't make no sense. I just though. I guess my thing is though because say. Like obviously he judged he judged it wrong. He should have went for the block and blocked the shot. Um, but I guess for me it's like a right back is in your box and able to receive a pass. That's not. I don't think that's Laporte's fault. It like, is. No, who's no, no. who's, okay. who's marking who's marking this right back coming okay. into the box? Okay. Okay. So that's not Laporte's job. Laporte no, no, should no. be marking the strikers and the attackers. Okay. And this okay. right back is just simply running I through the think, lane. Yeah. No. Tiptoeing through the lane, like I understand with no what one around him. You know what I, I mean? Like what, uh, yeah. it, it's a, it's like it's like Laporte's the help defender, but who got beat to the point where Laporte has to defend the right? Okay. Back? Okay. So it's Cancelo has the guy. That that makes the pass to um um who is it uh Walker Peters. Walker Peters yeah so the, the guy Cancelo has the 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 wider guy the wider guy okay. just has to play to make it's literally Kyle Walker Peters he makes that pass because he, he he gets a good pass and he makes a good run he makes a pass yeah, yeah. to the wing guy mm-hmm. Cancelo got him then Cancelo got that wing guy so now okay. he's marked so now mm-hmm. who who because so, in my opinion, when you're on defense, especially in when you're on a uh, a counterplay where you you don't you have no idea who's behind you, you just have to man up at that point. Yeah, I'm saying it's yeah. not you can't Fair enough. act like you. Can, it's not about you don't have your defense set where you have a whole bunch of people back and you can just play line, play zone type thing. It's this is a counterplay where you just have to mark everybody. Got to mark everybody. That's what it is. And we've done this throughout. The, we did it throughout the game. The whole rest of the game. It's the point mm-hmm. side. Oh, I realize that there's somebody behind me, but I don't realize that that person behind me is marked by Diaz. I'm it, not, but but it is a script. I'm not even trying to. I'm not even trying to. I'm not even trying to defend Laporte. But if if it's a scramble play, like you said, then, then yeah, mark, he messed up. But then it's mark like somebody. If, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Mark somebody. It's not you mark anybody. You're in zone. Everybody's in man defense. That's what I'm talking about. It's. That's what I'm saying. Everybody else transition, is right? Marked, yeah, it's everybody is, is marked somebody and you're in zone. That's the problem. It's it's always with Laporte every single week that he's playing that you know Stone does not take his spot or Ake. It's every single he makes a cru- a critical mistake that almost leads to a goal every <laughs> fucking week, bro. I'm I'm tired <laughs> of it. It's yeah. gonna cost us. It's gonna cost. You watched us. you watched him enough, so I I can't argue with that. Every, I just. I just think, yeah, it, and if it's a transition play, then I guess it's a little different. But then at the end of the day, like, if they gave the ball away, like, of course, Laporte, you hope, makes a better defensive play there. But you can't you can't not fault whoever gave the ball away either. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so, no, yeah, yeah, of course, you're frustrated with Laporte. But it's like, okay, if he had a chance to get oh, set, like, in defense. Mistake. Yeah, if if he got a chance to get set in defense, then maybe he has a better opportunity, and he doesn't have to look behind him to check and see if there's a player behind him. You know right. what I mean? Like, because because his head should his head Cancel should be on a swivel. The whole yeah, this is what I was saying. Cancelo's whole yeah. our whole concept of the reason yeah. why we're so good is we have, so may, yeah. we have to play we get to play our our back three four 
we get to play against yeah. the law. Our, yeah. our whole concept of the way we yeah. play is we get is because yeah. you can do your job. Yeah. That's you your, your job, that's y'all but that's that's y'all that's y'all weak that's, that's y'all weak that's y'all weakness though. But that's exactly. that's basically that's the only that way. He can't that's play. the only that's the well Laporte or Stone Laporte or Stones, that's that's the way to Stones. beat y'all is on, on the break or with the turnover. No, you know what I mean? Stones Stones might have Stones might have blocked that shot, but you would have done better. His his mistake his mistake was not getting out close enough to block the shot. Basically, exactly. Like so, so that's that's what that's what he did on this play. Though. It's not like it's not like he gave the ball away or anything like that. Like it was a transition play, and he didn't he didn't make a good defensive play. And well, he didn't make any play. I, I give credit. I give credit to. He didn't make any. Play. I give I give credit to Kyle Walker Peters though because it was a great run and a great finish and. If to me, I think I think he took it quick. I think he took it quick because it was his best chance to catch him off guard. Because most time, I think nine times out of ten, he doesn't even make that shot. And I think that's probably in the port's exactly. I think that's in the port's mind too. Like nine so times out of ten, he doesn't make that shot. So it's, it's one of those. Well, it's one of those that you just take because you're not going to get that many chances against City. Those are the kind of goals that you score to beat Man City or Liverpool when they're at their best. There's like many, you yeah, just right. you just try something. You just take an opportunity. There's not many, and you just capitalize. Yeah, you're right. There's not many times where you're gonna just get a wide open shot where a guy just not gonna stand in front of you and, and block the ball on your right. Like the the idea that he can shoot the ball with his dominant foot on the right side of the field to the opposite side of the goal makes no sense at all. <laughs> that should be taken away. There's no if yeah. he shot that with his left foot. And just beat you, then I get it. That's fine. He literally shot the ball with his right foot and then put it to the left side. While you're that's the one thing you need to take away is that side as a defender. Yeah. There's no way Pep was te- is teaching that. And we're yeah. gonna we're gonna we're never gonna finish if we continue on this pace. So we're gonna move on. <laughs> I'm gonna leave the go and then I'll leave my frustration to the next one. Next yeah, right, yeah. So they take the lead. Um Man, we, we have a whole bunch of chances. Uh, <laughs> um, we're just super unlucky. Sterling makes makes great run and dribble in the box. Um, Missiles his left foot. This is really close, but this is all yeah. Sterling. Sterling's never been a, an accurate shooter from distance, so I didn't never expected him to make that shot. Yeah. It, yeah. But he's been in form lately, so I just felt like maybe he could have made that shot. Um, but um, um, this is the, I will say that this is the part where I disagree with the announcers. So the announcers were constantly throughout this game talking about Salazu. And Salazu played a great game, man. I, and I got to give him respect, but he's not the man in the match. And I'm going to tell you why he's not the man in the match. Wait, who that? Who that? Um, Salazu. Whatever. Oh, okay, 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 okay. The defender, the defender, yeah. yeah. The, defender, yep. the defender, yeah, yep. So um, for Southampton, um, he played good and he made play plays, but Foden literally out, like, literally. Destroys this man. Foden was cooking, him, bro. Foden was cooking. Puts a ball literally on a platter for Sterling. Literally, the ball basically just stopped in the whole heart. And literally, all Sterling has to do is just kick the ball to the left side of the, the goalpost, and it's an e- easy goal. But Sterling, because he's on his old shit that he was doing before this season, <laughs> kicks the ball straight to the goalie, and we don't score. The, Salisu's, there's no way you give Salisu, and they were giving a man in the match, and I was like, he made mistakes that could have cost the game, but just because mm. he, 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 um, statistically, he had the most clearances and all this other shit. If you watch the stats, 
you, you would think that he played great throughout this game. He literally, Foden, Foden, he outclassed him in this game. It was just, mm-hmm. we didn't finish. And I don't give players credit for us fucking up. That's not <laughs> on you. That's, that's, that's our players messing up. But he did play well, but it is what it is. Um, Foden makes a great call, cross with his left foot, and then that one doesn't go in. Uh, this is around, and, and then, um, so a little bit after that, uh, we get a deflection. Um, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, KDB gets a, a pass from Cancelo. Really, really good defense. We could, we could have scored, but it gets deflected. Um, Southampton was on their was on their game from a defensive standpoint at times, but they we just blew up blew opportunities. Um, yeah. The, um, yeah, KD KD had a couple of. Long shot. I mean, KD, KDB had a KD. KDB had a couple of long shots that were that were close, and those are the kind of shots that obviously, if you watch the Chelsea game, sometimes they go in, sometimes they don't. Um, so yeah, this just wasn't wasn't quite the game. Um, I don't remember where y'all goal came from. How did y'all well, end yeah, up? So our goal. This is interesting. So our goal happens. Laporte gets a gets a header. So yeah, Laporte yeah. makes Look up. At for Laporte mistake. saving you. Yeah, Laporte, <laughs> Laporte makes up for his mistake. This is why I don't give him no credit because he loves to, you know, make up for his mistakes and act like they didn't happen. I mean, the only reason why we we're down. Was what the heck is the he celebration he be doing? What is yeah. the celebration? Know, <laughs> what is the but what is your boy is doing? He's great in the air. He's really good. He's really good in the yes, air. Yes, he is. They they can they always look for him because he's really he's he gets up have, and have he's good, got an accurate header. We don't have good header play. We're not good with headers. That's nah, none of the attackers. Maybe Jesus might be the best, and I don't think he's that great at it. He's not. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't have those type of players, but our defense yeah. players are pretty good at it. Uh, even Diaz. Mm-hmm. Is good at it. Uh, Ake is good at headers. So a lot of our yeah. back players are good at headers. And um, uh, Laporte makes a great header um, off of KDB's assist and um, just a beautiful assist. And uh, we, we tie it up. And, um, you know, this – I will I will not even get into the rest of this game because it's going to take too long. But um, this game ends up in the draw. Um, we both get a point. Uh we really, really, really uh, blew this one. This was a game that we should have won easily, but we just didn't capitalize on our chances that we created because we made plenty of chances, um, but we just didn't capitalize. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. It made the league closer, so it's good for everybody that we didn't win this game. So, um, but okay. KDB looked amazing. KDB is going to be—he's uh, my man in the match. Um, not. Talent like that. KDB looked great, and uh, just he looks like one of the best players in the world right now. And um, I don't even know what to say. I was like, the boy is something else, man. Uh, and he's healthy now. And I was worried about that early in the season, but he's he's a good man. That boy is that boy is something else, man. He's, yeah, y'all y'all need him for uh, the Champions League run. So hopefully, Pep 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 is Pep's managing people's minutes has been amazing. I don't know who's been out for y'all lately but Grealish has kind of just stepped in for whoever's been out because he seems to just give people a couple weeks rest and now somebody's resting basically so so uh Grealish can play you know what I mean I don't know nah, who it is. I don't know if it's Bernardo Silva that's been out but that's nah, what it seems like he's been doing no nah, it's not an injury type of thing it's more of a the guys that are playing well are not consistent enough to deserve to be automatically starting so 
He just uh, rotates. This is just a thing where he's just rotating dudes. Um, Mares, you know how I feel about Mares. Mares leading our team in goals, and he's like, I can't trust that guy. So yeah, it's, you know, and he doesn't press enough. And then Jesus, he's he's at, he's at, I think he's at Afcon though, Mares possibly. The African that might uh, be the reason why Cup of Nation. Sterling's yeah, but um, no, it's not been an injury. He might be when it comes to uh Grealish. It's been more of a mm-hmm. he just likes to switch people out, man. And we just we lost our uh Torres, so Torres left yeah weeks ago. True. So we don't have a whole we don't have anybody else to play that position. And it's really it's Foden or Grealish or uh Silva to play that false nine position, and it looks like it's gonna be uh Foden. And I think Morgan or Grealish can be that guy for us. It's just the goal has got to come from KDB. KDB got to take out on load and just score goals because the other dudes not not getting done. <laughs> so it's gonna be on it's gonna be on KDB to, for, to to score a goal to win the Champions League because it's not gonna be somebody. It's not Mares can't even press enough that he's not gonna get in this lineup enough that no you can't trust him to be no, active enough. Even though he scores goals, you can't trust him enough in in every other game. You know, he he's a stat guy. He can get a bunch of stats, but then he falls off for three, four weeks. It's just, there's no consistency with Mares. Mm-hmm. He was great last year and great the year before, but uh, it's it's just he the flaws in his game are, and it's the same way, same reason why Aguero had to go. Aguero, he obviously he's king. He's uh he was great. He's one of the best, if not the best, striker we ever had. Uh, but he had to go because he doesn't do the other things that we need those dudes to do to make up for KDB not being a, a pressure type of guy. We have guys that are specialists. We don't have guys that are just straight football players like that do everything. Yeah. You know, like so. Yeah. If we had a bunch of silvers, then we wouldn't have this problem. Everybody can do would start every every week, but we don't have yeah. that much silver. We have guys okay. who are specialists. All right. Anyway, we'll move on to the last game. Your boys, man. What's up, man? How you feel? All right. All right. Chelsea versus Tottenham. Tottenham. It's a it's a London rivalry. Um, so it's always a good game. It's always like a I don't know. It's like a Florida Florida State versus Gators type of game. Like you, yeah. you get hyped up for this game, even though it's like not even close in the win-loss records. I think we're like miles ahead of him, but that's another story. Um, so looking at this game, I was actually, I think I mentioned to you last week, we talked about this and I, we were talking about Alonzo and I basically yeah, said that. Yeah, yeah. Huh? yeah too, too cool. Too, well, well he, I think, I think he's going to play because out of necessity, because we just don't have that much depth in that position. So I think he'll play but I think he'll be limited on which games he play. Like he might play against Burnley, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. so teams that we don't think are a huge, huge threat down that side. So I, t- I told, I told you this, but I told you this before the game, I didn't hear any news. I'm like, this is just my prospect. This is what the way I see it going is that you play Hudson and at left wing back and call it a, and call it a day. Huh? he's good man i'm a, I'm a he, he he's good okay so great in this game so too. so this this game absolutely amazing you, before this before this he's had some tough games he's had some tough games yeah. he's had some tough games yeah this game oh okay so 
He's not so, creative. So, he's an athlete. But so yeah, long he, as you have people that can make him look good, he will look Yeah. Good. That's the thing. He, he just, gotta, like, give give him the ball and let him try to beat his man, and that's what they did this game. They they gave him the ball in space and let him let him beat his man. So, um, but, yeah, so to start off, I want to say, like, this game, Tottenham actually went into the game very, very defensive, and I think it was because of injuries. Um, Lucas Moura couldn't play the full game. Uh, they don't have Sun right now. I'm not sure how long he's been injured, but they don't have Sun. So have son. I, don't even, I think he's I think he's maybe injured. I don't know. I haven't seen him, so I think he's I think he's been hurt. I have to look that up. But I think because of that, they knew that they probably couldn't go toe to toe. So they set up really defensively, and it showed throughout the game. Um, Tuchel, I think technically this might be one of the games where. You can say he played a back four instead of a back five. But at the same time, I think the only reason it never looked like we had a back five is because Tottenham played so defensive. Like, they literally played counterattacking football. Like, basically, they dropped Harry Kane into midfield every chance they got, and they tried to hit Bergwijn on a through ball from Harry Kane. Like, that was that was their tactic to try to win this game straight up. So, yeah. I I think, honestly... On tough occasions, if Tottenham would have came out a little more defensive, I think that Hudson Adoy you would have seen back a little more, kind of at a le- left wing back spot. Yeah. But I think because Tottenham didn't play offensive enough, like Tuchel was like, "Bump it!" Like we'll we'll just play with Saar back there at left back, and we'll we'll do our thing. Um, and I think that really impacted our game, and it really helped us going forward. Um, of course, uh, it took a while for us to score. But we were looking lively the whole game. Mason Mount, absolutely brilliant. And I hope he gets played in the midfield more often because the runs he was making from midfield was really just opening up their team the entire game. And people just kept finding him, whether it was Rudiger, Thiago Silva. Like, he was just making really good runs. And he's not the quickest player. So you know he's just making intelligent runs to get past defenders. And he was just pulling players out of position, like pulling center backs out wide and stuff like that. Uh, so early on, we did have a really good chance. Uh, ball got played into Lukaku. Um, so many options for him here. He decides, I think, to shoot it with his right foot, goes way over. So I'm already like low key disappointed because beautiful play to get it to Mason Mount, beautiful cross. Lukaku just missed the shot. Um, he had another chance uh, later on that a ball got played into him, and he just completely missed. He just missed the ball completely. So Lukaku's probably the only player, unfortunately, that I wasn't happy with this game. I was happy with the way everyone else played. Um, I think this shot is in the first half. I don't remember the time zone. I think I blacked out after this shot because it was so beautiful. Uh, Hudson Adoy, as you spoke of earlier, gets the ball on the left, uh, completely just goes by everybody, cuts the ball inside to Ziyech. Yeah, Ziyech what, does. Uh, yeah, yeah Ziyech. What? No, oh, yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so Ziyech does uh, a really good job when he gets the ball of taking a look around himself. So, all he does is look at the runner that's going by him, and it completely takes the defender away. So he has space for a shot, and then he takes the shot, and this shot is perfect. Like. You can see the curve on it. You can see it curving into the top corner. And he's done this on his last two goals where he just doesn't celebrate, just kind of walks away. 
and it's the coldest celebration you can have. I swear it is because it's like this ain't no big deal. I do this on the regular. Put it in the top corner, and Lloris didn't even dive. He knew he he, he knew it was beat. He, 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 moved, he, he moved a little bit and then looked and was like, oh, yeah, I'm not I'm not getting there. I'm just not. So, yeah, Ziyech opens up the scoring with that absolutely amazing goal. Like, I'm still not over it. I'm still on cloud nine after this goal. And it's great because he scored another goal outside the box, like, in the last game. So he's really just on fire. Like, he's been our most dangerous player for the last couple of weeks, and I love it. Um, and Lukaku can shut up about him not passing him the ball because you're not doing anything with the ball when you get it. So why would we pass it to you? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So, oh, yeah, so yes. All right. All right. I just want to talk about this one play because you're a Chelsea fan. So obviously, yeah, please. It's, it's so obvious you just get to play. We got to talk about this please. play. And I, and I actually agree with the call. But this whole. Yo, Tiago Silva taking a dive. Oh, Tiago Silva. So they end up making a cross to Harry Kane. Is it a push and, or a push? And, 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 and <laughs> he touches the homeboy. He, then he just taps on the back, like, you know, like just like when you talk, talk to a show, you're like, yo, hey, how you doing? Type of thing. You, you touch him on the back. So, you know, Harry Kane goes to the club. He touches his girl on the back, and she jumps and throws the axe on the floor and, 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 and gives him an assault charge. That's what exactly happened. And to me, <laughs> The, my only issue with this play is that it's so obviously a foul because he extends his arm. But even though it's not a a crazy push, and like it, it, yeah. you never know because you can never tell the power. Momentum, of, yeah. Momentum. You can never tell that, yeah. right? You can never tell that. But there's also no way that a grown-ass man did that to you and you flew and jumped up. Like, that's not <laughs> – that's not a thing. Like, nope, like you're nope. not flying but, your body. But but can we? But can we take? But can we? Yeah. Can we take this back to the Bernardo Silva foul? No. Yeah. No. This is exactly what I'm talking about. You have to <laughs> sell it. You have to sell a foul when it happens, even if yeah, it's not yeah. relevant to actually what happened. Because Silva overran the play. He was going to get yeah. beat. But there's no he guarantee that Harry Kane gets that ball and is able to turn and and finish that if, if Silva's not push. there. Yep. But it's so clearly a, a flop that I thought mm-hmm. VAR's job was to call that shit out. That's what I thought that job was. It had to be obvious. That's what I thought. But apparently yeah. it's not. And then Harry Kane. Um, it was a push, though. It was a foul. It was a foul. But <laughs> my whole thing about VAR and, and um, reviews. It's, it's just inconsistent. It's, it's, I just want to. I don't know what a yeah. foul is because yeah. if that happened to us, uh, and the way we're we're killing the league right now, you you can best believe that if the, a, the, a team did that to us, we're not getting that call. It's a goal. Get over <laughs> this city. You know what I'm whatever. <laughs> that's, and that's exactly what happened. It's 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 clear mm-hmm. to me that it's corrupt. It's clearly corrupt, and there's no consistency with it because they're trying to make it a like title race. Play, yeah, they're trying to make a race. Just like on that last play. Uh, a couple games ago that we talked about where literally we can we can say there's an argument to make that they only made a certain call because the VAR, VAR said look at it mm-hmm. so it's basically yep. the, the decision is made so basically the what the minute he heard from the VAR that yeah that shit was minimal 
then it you, doesn't yeah, matter. You why are you why are you even going over matter. to look? Why are you even going matter. over to look? You might as well just hey, as soon as the VAR calls you over, you might as well just be like, er, 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 change the decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're yeah. gonna go look at the screen and be like, oh yeah, that's what y'all saw. I agree too. I, and I think at some point it's like, okay, it it looks really bad if two officials both watch a play and don't ha- come to the same agreement. When you think about it, like if two officials literally watch the play in slow motion and watch it happen and they don't come to the same agreement, it looks really bad. I never thought about it that way, but in reality, if two referees that are referee in the same league and they're both professionals, both look at a play and both of them don't agree on it. Yeah. yeah, If they come to completely different conclusions, then that just looks bad on the league. So I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's just, a go-to like hey when you go over to look at this you it's can't a disagree it's yeah, a formality you, you, yeah i i agree i think i think like i never thought about it until today but when you think about it like if they disagree on a call and they both just looked at the same exact play then consistency is not a thing then because two different referees see a play completely differently so once once it goes to VAR, it's a wrap. Basically, it's a wrap. I've never seen it changed, and I don't think it ever will be because I just thought about that thought process, and it would just look terrible on the referees. It would look, it would look like the referees don't know what they're doing. No, you know what's funny? that's what it would look you know like, what it's right? Like? You know what it's like? It's, it's, this is what I don't know why this came to mind. It's like being in a relationship. <laughs> yo, whatever she's mad about, yo, all right, you're wrong. Whatever, get over it. It, it, it you, there's no debate here. Like you get. No matter what the situation is, you're wrong. Take the trash out, asshole. It's over. <laughs> it's not. There's no debate about this. It's no. They're, they're just right. No matter what, the female's right. That's how we left to live our lives. And when you're in a relationship, and that's that's how it is. Vr his girlfriend said, "You're wrong," yeah. and then you're wrong. It's not about you looking at the camera. That was a formality. That was for your homies. That's when she says all this crazy stuff for you in front of your homies, and you gotta act like, yo, this is you gotta, you gotta, you gotta act, you gotta put on this show for people to see that like there's an actual debate happening. That's not happening. It, it's just whatever she says goes. That's what it is. Those people that are in those relationships, they understand it. Yeah, it's just yeah, whatever. It's, it's but yeah, I think it shouldn't be that. But way when it comes to refereeing. It's yeah, but but to go. I guess to go back to this game, I think I think Tuchel, I think technically he's still going to play a back five in tough games. I think Hudson Odoi will be asked to come back and defend a little more, um, and and I think it'll be the same with uh, Ziyech. I think Ziyech will be asked to defend because he's shown that he can defend in spots and he's willing to come back and work for the team. Because technically, like we had Sar, we had Thiago Silva and Rudiger as defenders. And then on the outside, we had Hudson Adoy and wait. Yeah, yeah. We had Hudson Adoy and Ziet. So, well, yeah, Aspie was there too, actually. So, yeah, it would have, it would have just been, yeah, he was the right back technically. So, yeah, it would have been, it would have been like Hudson Adoy or Ziet. So, either one of them really could have tucked in in the back. And helped out if need be, but since Tottenham played so defensive, there was no need to. Yeah, and we and we yeah, and we didn't have to play Alonso. So yeah, yeah, that that's liability. Well, lineup is perfect. You don't have to play. And that and that's and that's the thing. Like we played a back five with 
uh, Chilwell and Reese James. And people people hype up Chilwell, and Chilwell's good. Chilwell's a lot more – he's a lot better than Alonzo just because he has some kind of speed. But he's still questionable defensively. Like, anytime he lines up against, like, Mars or somebody with some skill on him, like, I feel like Chilwell's going to get beat because he's really not that great defensively. He's just – Miles better than he's just miles better than he's miles better than Marcus Alonso is all it is like a different player like he's a middle he flourishes in the middle of the field he's much he's really good at creating and, oh yeah yeah he's he's good he's good at making runs he's got a good shot on him like he's and and that's the same thing you can say about Alonso like Alonso is a good attacking player he just doesn't have the speed to keep up he's not with in the middle of the field the wings, bro he's really good at outside he's really strictly a, He's a no, he he's he's he's, he's, he's not bad in the middle of the field either. He just never gets played there. Like he can, you could play Alonzo as like a wide player or a striker, honestly, and he he would be effective because he he's got vision. He's got a great shot. Like he's a, he's a attacking player. Like he's pretty versatile. You just don't see him in those positions a lot. I just see him as a set piece outside guy. I don't see him as a. I'm glad I can play like, he can, in the middle of man, the man, man can win man can win headers. He's got oh, he's the body he's got the body type. He's got the body type to hold off defenders. Like he's got a great cross on him. So yeah, he, he's a real talented dude. He's just not he's just not a left back. So yeah, but, that? Like at this stage in his career, he's not an effective this left is where, back. <laughs> this is where we disagree because I think Lonzo's a really, really bad defender where there's no way you can play him in the middle field because you can't make those type of mistakes when you're in the middle. When you're in the middle field, those mistakes. He doesn't get in trouble for from like making mistakes that often though. He's getting in trouble because the other team has the ball and all they have to do is kick the ball past him and they're past him. That's a mistake. And the only choice, that means you're only not choice. In position to, to No, because he could he could no, it's not positioning with him. Like he, well, yeah, he, yes, he does have bad positioning. He's he does have bad positioning. He does have bad positioning. It's a worse version of Kinsella. He does have pat. He does have bad positioning, but the but his worst problem is that he just has no foot speed and he's playing on the outside. Like Tiago you know Silva, Tiago Silva is slow. Tiago Silva is slow, right? If he's playing on the wing, people can beat him all the time. You know what I mean? But he's a good central defender. But he, doesn't but he make just can't mistakes. play on the wing. He doesn't wing. make those mistakes, though. He doesn't make those mistakes that 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 Alonzo. Alonzo makes mistakes where he's out of position in the middle field. It's almost as if Ro- this is why Rodri is so important for us. And he's the one player to me that I trust him and Diaz, I guess, this year. I wouldn't I can play trust him. trust him to be where they need him. to be. I wouldn't play Alonzo as a central midfielder. I was play him as an attacker so that he wouldn't have to worry no matter about what, his defensive He can't position. be in the middle defensively was what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about his offense. I'm talking about if you're going to play him as a defensive player, there's no scenario where I can have I him in the middle of the field because yeah, those I told you, though. I told you, though. He, he, like, I told you, like Alonzo. You can't play Chicago in the middle. Right. If I'm putting – yeah, if I'm putting Alonzo – in my eleven, he's not playing. He's not having any defensive liability. I told you this last week. I told you this last week. Like if I'm putting him in my eleven, he's not having very many defensive responsibilities. He's he's gonna be like a left wing to where it's not gonna kill us if he gets beat. Yeah, like because yeah. we still got a whole defense behind him. Like he's not. He's never gonna be like the last line defender for me. Never because I've seen him get cooked too many times. So yeah, I get that. I wouldn't play him in a central midfield because if you lose the ball there, you're in trouble. Like they're right at your defense. So he would be on the wing or even in a striker role if I was playing him. But yeah, any anyway, like we look great. We 
Okay. We we look great without a lot. What'd you say? <laughs> I don't think Lonzo. I know I haven't seen it enough that he can make enough runs off ball to be any form of a forward striker. Type oh, he can. He can because you can him. you can just play you could just play him wide and he could just make oh, runs wide. into. I the, guess yeah, super wide. Like you could just play him wide and he can just make runs they into the box and, and win headers. Yeah, and he can. I don't know. Yeah, if you're playing on his side, he could just cross the ball into the box, and if you're playing off his side, he can make runs into the box and score headers. Yeah, sure. But because I I mean he's he's played in the past seasons when he had a little bit more foot speed. He was great at left wing back. He was great. And he was getting more forward than he had to defend. And you kind of saw him flourish because he was basically playing left wing. So he's done it. He's done it in spots. And like he's he's real talented going forward, but he's a he's a liability defensively. He's he's cone drill defensively. So it's it's tough to play him in any spot where he's required to defend. So like terrible. Like talking about basketball IQ. Yes. He doesn't his his defensive IQ is terrible. Offensively, he's great. I'm telling you, he's he's a talent going forward. But defensive awareness, defensively, yeah, his defensive awareness is like it's like twelve. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But yeah, like just I think a little change in the system was very beneficial to the team. I think Ziak was getting the ball a lot. He and Mount combining was just brilliant like he just kept finding mount and mount for the most part kept playing good balls in and we just didn't have to finish um i wouldn't be surprised if the next game at lukaku doesn't start and i don't even think it'll be like because okay he hasn't finished his chances i think it's just kind of a rotation thing because you haven't seen timo and you haven't seen kai in a while so i think it's kind of time for one of them to get like another opportunity, especially after a little bit of break that we have. So have I wouldn't be so believe that it would be. So a, you have no, you have no reason to believe that the game will look any different if Kai's there or if Runner's there. You, you have no reason to believe that's why he Thomas has that ability to be flexible in that spot because Lukaku is not giving you any reason to believe that if you don't play him, you're fucked up and you're gonna. Exactly. He he hasn't he hasn't in the last couple games he hasn't shown enough to where you can't take him out of the lineup. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's like yeah, team yeah, Timo misses chances, but Lukaku just missed chances too. This is is like when I when my shot is off. This is like when my shot is off. I'm basically a useless player when I can't score. Yeah. Yeah, because because one the one thing that I love about Kai, the one thing I love about Kai more than anything is that he will press relentlessly. Like he will press, and Lukaku won't press. So Kai can be having a terrible game, gives the ball away, but he will press, and sometimes that press turns into something. It turns into offense, and it's just fun to see because I know that even if this man's having a bad game, he's pressing, and I can live with that because Lukaku can be having a bad game and not press. So he's just completely, he just out there. He just out there. So yeah, yeah he just out like, there in the shape, getting in shape. He's getting, he's having a run like my, our boy at Everton. What's his name? Uh, what's his name? Everton. He should be out here oh, having shoot. jobs. Rondon, Rondon. Yeah, you have it. Rondon. Having walks and runs. Yeah. But yeah, our uh, our second goal came from a nice ball in from Mason Mount and great header wow. from Tiago Silva. Oh, and it was it was it was coming. It was coming because he had a couple. I think he had one or two headers before that that were just off target. So yeah, he he did a good job winning his headers this game, and he was able to score that one. Um, 
I got to give Ziyech the man of the match just because his huge goal. Um, but close second for Hudson Adoy because, like you said, he he did his thing out there. He he consistently beat his man, got his man on the yellow card. Probably could have got his man on a red card um, because he kind of got grabbed as he was beating him with the same move. It looked like like how you get beat with the same move. I don't know, but basically tried the same skill move on him and beat him. And it should have at least been a foul because he did grab him, but. It is what it is. Uh, great game from Hudson Adoy. Ends up getting an assist to Ziag, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a good game, and I think it's good progress for Chelsea because I think Tuchel. I'm hoping Tuchel has finally like had it with Alonso to where he brings in players like Sar and the youth players, and it's like, listen, like you're just not getting it done. And he either decides, okay, I'm gonna play Alonzo in one of the attacking positions, which I don't think Alonzo can. I think he's good, but I don't think he's good enough to replace like Kai or Pulisic. I don't think he's good enough to take those spots. So it's like you just don't play him. And it's just like I said last week. It's like you either drop him out of the lineup or you play him as a forward. And he dropped him out of the lineup, and we won two nil. So I'm hoping it stays the same thing. And I just love it when the coach sees exactly what. I'm seeing or what the fans are seeing and makes adjustments. And that's what Tuchel did. So I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. Happy about this week. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. I won't say what, I won't say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I, I do have, I do have one more thing to say. Um, I would love to have Harry Kane on my freaking team because even though he didn't score a goal this game, he, he was actually really, really good in the role that they played him in. Every time he got the ball in the middle, you couldn't take the ball from him. Nobody could take the ball from him. And he always found a next pass. And that might not be what, what you want from your striker, but that's the role that Conte kind of had him in this game. And he played it really, really well. And if he had Son or maybe Lucas the whole game, I think they would have been more of a threat as a team. Uh but yeah, Harry Kane's—he's a special player, man. He's—he's he's really, really good. He's really, really good. And a lot of players like a lot of people were like they didn't—they didn't see Harry Kane this year. I mean, this game, but but I but but I saw him. I saw him. He was—he was picking people out. He kept dropping deep because that was their strategy this game. And you just couldn't get the ball from him. You know what I mean? Like he's a striker who can also play like a midfielder. Like it's yeah, a he's scary not type a of player. Striker like like. Lukaku and, and he's a he's and, yes you know, yeah the and that's and, guy, uh, and, and that's he's yeah he's the, that's what I was watching yeah. this game that's what I was watching this game I'm just like Lukaku would never like he could yeah, never he, he, drop he, in the midfield and help the, the team out like this yeah, yeah. he made a, my last note was uh he made a great great fucking play where he like and I, I don't I don't even need to look at notes he he went by he went by a couple of dudes with the ball and then he made a pass with his left foot. Um, yep. to um, yeah, Bergwin or whatever his name was, and uh, dude, you didn't do didn't finish the play, but uh, we don't. That's not what you're looking for. Your striker obviously want him to be the one finishing it, but he literally went by like three, four dudes with the ball. He's you know, and honestly, then, like yeah, so. y'all are y'all are running away with the league right now. But if y'all would have signed Harry Kane instead of Grealish. Y'all yeah. would be about twenty points ahead of people, ahead of everybody right now, because Harry Kane would have started like basically without a doubt, 
and Pep would have found a way to use him in the midfield when he wanted to. And y'all would have been y'all would have been unstoppable. Harry Kane and Sterling would have ate off from De Bruyne. They would have ate. Yeah, I mean you can say that, but this at the end of the day, this was that. Y'all, y'all still way ahead, everybody. But if y'all signed Harry Kane, it was over for everybody. There was no shot. There was no shot for PSG. There's no shot for Chelsea. Like I might be a City fan if y'all signed Harry Kane because it won't be fair. <laughs> it will not yeah, be fair. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you feel that way until you watch the part. I mean, at the end of the day, whatever. Like people say, you don't understand. Uh, you don't understand Kane. the the level of. Like, it's Diaz last year, and this is why people think that, you know, City's, like, unstoppable. Diaz literally carried us last year defensively. Mm-hmm. Diaz was literally, like, the best defensive player in the world. This year, he's been an average defensive player. It's it's mm-hmm. only because the, our entire back line together as a piece in coaching, we've been able to keep it together. But if it wasn't for Diaz, Laporte would have looked like that last year. It's we have mm-hmm. a real problem with Laporte, and I and for whatever reason, Pep won't just sit him and play Ake or play Stone because he's because he he's carrying y'all. The, he's he's scoring all y'all goals. Oh man, all right, can't drop him. All right, yeah, all right. <laughs> this is why we need to edit out. Laporte, Laporte's probably our leading goal here. scorer. How are you gonna here. drop? How are you gonna drop your leading goal scorer, bro? I'm how many goals here. he got this year? How many goals Laporte? How many goals Laporte got this year? Let me check. He probably got like five goals, bro. He might have three or four. How you, how you gonna drop this man? He got like five goals. This man, Laporte, man, it's unbelievable, unbelievable, <laughs> man. It's just my, and it's not that I have a hatred for his game because he's actually a pretty decent passer. He's a skilled player. It's that he three in the print. mentally. <laughs> never adjust his game. He always just plays Laporte game. He doesn't adjust. So I'm just going to play my game no matter what the game plan is, no matter who we're playing with. If we're playing Salah, I'm going to act like we're playing Southampton. I'm not going to I'm not going to adjust my game and make sure I'm back and not playing forward. I'm going to yeah. I'm just going to play the way I play and then and act like no, we're that's Salah over there. No, you don't get to play offensively this game. You get you should stay back and not be so aggressive, like you think that's you think that's Marcelo, a when we're playing. You think it's a little. Laporte. You think that's a little on Pep, or you think that's just no, Laporte's that's, mentality? That's just Laporte. Laporte doesn't Laporte. care. Laporte does not care about staying in shape. He doesn't care for it. It's mm. he. It's he just doesn't care. It's like I'm gonna do my thing, and you just can't do your thing when we play Cancelo forward. We don't basically Cancelo doesn't play any defense. So if we're gonna play Laporte, he can't be on the same side as Cancelo. And we're gonna pay for this shit if Pep doesn't yeah. figure it out. Or but he's a but but he's a left sided center back though. So he's the way teams set up. Cancelo that's usually how that's play. usually how they do. Yeah, I know. But so then put Cancelo on the other side and then don't play Cancelo. We can play right back and yeah, he can play both sides. Play. He's great with on both sides. But yeah, but it's like I don't know. I I feel like in y'all in y'all's strongest team, it's Cancelo on the left and Kyle Walker on the right, right? You know what I mean? Like if y'all are going into a Champions League and you had to pick it back for, like it's like you got to go Cancelo left and Kyle Walker right because that defensive support, but that does leave your left side up to oh liability if if you're playing Laporte. You know what I mean? Oh Kyle, well I'm glad you brought him up. So at the beginning of this game, um, you could tell that the game plan was to play uh through 
through Kyle Walker, play crosses through Kyle Walker, and we just kept trying to do that same shit over and over again. Why? Well, let's not let's let's not do that again. Let's not repeat that. Again. <sighs> that was completely frustrating to watch. That he's not. I love Kyle Walker. Uh, as a you know, player. you know why y'all probably did that because because over, over and over again. Like, you probably you probably did that. You probably did that because it worked against us. But we also had Marcus Alonso, so that makes sense. Yeah, the whole, Wait, <laughs> that was not it wasn't working and we kept doing it over and over again like that wasn't working stop doing it like Kyle Walker yeah. in, in this game his crosses were trash stop do, I don't understand why we kept trying the same yeah. thing I mean he's not he's over and over again like, to me he's not a terrible crosser but he's not he's he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't Trent he's not Trent <laughs> yeah, you act like he was Trent we were playing we were playing through him like he was Trent a, like no Lukaku ain't trying to finish him anyway, so it don't matter. I'll get off my soapbox about Kyle Walker. Um, he did play well defensively, and he, and he gets back and he's fast, so I'm not going to complain about him. It's just I don't – there's no scenario where we win the Champions League and the answer is Cancelo at left back and uh, Laporte there. There's no scenario where that happens, and Pep's got to accept that and let it go. He uh, obviously yeah, that knows is. more than me, and he's obviously he had a whole great career as a player and as a coach. So he ain't trying to hear what the fuck I got to say. But that is that is a weakness to exploit for sure. That is a weakness to exploit, and you know that's where people are going. They're like, oh, Cancelo and Laporte on this side, we're attacking the left. Yeah, simple as that. <laughs> we're gonna lose on that same side if we continue on this path. Or and. To me, it's Ake. You play Ake, and Ake, and he's good enough to play uh, left left back and um, left uh, full back. So he can play both those sides. So you don't have to play either one of them if you want to play. The crazy Ake thing is, though, we Tanko, you can you don't even have to play uh, Laporte or um, either one of those guys. You can just play Ake and Zichenko, and I'm perfectly fine with that. It just the crazy. You can sit Cancelo if you want. Put him on the the craziest, the craziest thing is though, like in our in our Champions League win, we beat y'all on the side that I would consider y'all strongest because Kyle Walker was caught way up the pitch, and then we got kind of isolated with Ruben Diaz. Kyle Walker is another is another type of guy who's all constantly all, all out of position. Yeah. We just caught him out, yeah. yeah but, but he's always making but crazy runs. Because he's super fast, he can get back. Do you think he can? Well. Yeah. That's on, but that one's on Pep. That one's on Pep though, because during during the game, like when we played against y'all, I think I don't I don't remember if y'all scored in the first half or not. But even if y'all didn't, I think I think Alonzo got a yellow card. So in the second half, you can tell like okay, Pep is like, this is how we're gonna win this game. We're gonna attack down the right, 
and Kyle Walker you're going to help support. And after that, you saw nothing but runs from Kyle Walker. So you know going into the game that Pep is instructing Kyle Walker on, hey, make this many runs or, hey, run what I'm telling you to run. You know what I mean? Kyle Walker don't have free free roam all the time. Sometimes he's up there, sometimes he's not. He has free roam when he's playing with Diaz. So – but but you have he has to play with Diaz. You can't play him with Laporte, and then he can't have free reign when he's playing with Laporte. He has to yeah. be playing with Diaz. He can't be playing with he can't be playing with Laporte and have free reign. That that's yeah, so, that's never worked out. Soccer is all about balance for sure. You, you gotta have to find have the right somebody balance. with you that can cover for your your mistakes. And yeah. Kyle Walker and another guy who doesn't stay in stay in his spot doesn't work. It has to be somebody who stays in their spot. A Stones, a Diaz, an Ake, who understands I'm not going to be over forward. I'm going to let the dudes that are playmakers make the play. Get a ball to Silver, get a ball to Gunning, get a ball to KDB, and let, let yeah. them create. It's, oh, it's- oh, one one last thing. One last thing before before I stop talking completely, take my mind off this pod. Uh, uh, in this Chelsea game, you saw two or three Rudiger runs. Yeah, I remember that one um, on the right. We have you haven't you haven't you actually haven't seen a Rudiger run in many many games if you're a Chelsea fan. Reason being is because Marcus Alonso has been playing and he can't afford to make a run forward when Marcus Alonso is back there. But Sar is a straight up defensive player. Yeah. He was basically playing as left back, and since yeah. he has Sar back there, Rudiger actually has a license to go forward and make a couple Rudiger runs. Did they really amount to anything? No. But it's just it's just something special to see this man beat a couple players and then try to pick yeah. out a pass. It's it's, it's something special, honestly. Like if you are a Chelsea fan, like you gotta love Rudiger because he's he's an absolute character. Like you, every single game you will see him doing something out of this world, just ridiculous, and it's just fun to watch, man. Dude is just fun to watch. He's he's an absolute character. What? He always makes these crazy runs. He's he's an inner. He is an entertainer, bro. More than anything, he is an entertainer. It's funny dude, <laughs> great player, man. Funny dude, and I hope we got him next year. I don't it's looking more likely than it was earlier in the year? So we'll see. We don't even need to, uh, you know, do wrap up or nothing like that, man. It's been yeah, yeah, bro. It's been great, man. We obviously yep. we get a couple shit off our chest. Um, yep. Obviously, me and you will have the conversation off the pod more about this shit with Laporte because uh, and other things because at the end of the day uh players like that really frustrate me it's uh it's the way I I would feel about me when I was younger as a player <laughs> that just dudes that just don't get it um that there's more to the game they just they scoring do. it's not about yeah, you it's not about mm-hmm. you and Laporte, the team he thinks it's about him and he, even when he makes mistakes he thinks it's about the team then he think, then he thinks it's about the team when he makes mistakes and we lose, that's when he wants to talk about team. So, but the way he plays, it is what it is. Uh, we'll discuss that further off the pod. But uh, obviously, it's been great, bro. Um, next week, um, it's going to be all for the audience, man. We're not going to do no soccer, uh, actually, uh, Premier League next week. We're just going to do a uh, random topic and have some fun with it. And uh, mm-hmm. there's no games uh, for our teams, uh, Premier League-wise. So, uh, yeah. We're just gonna enjoy it, man. We appreciate y'all for listening in. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. For sure, man. All right, y'all. Yeah. Peace. One.